no cash or credit of your own, and no bank qualifying. Learn more about small apartment investing with a free copy of my number one best-selling book, How to Make Big Money in Small Apartments. Get your free book and CD at freeapartmentsbook.com. That's freeapartmentsbook.com. Welcome to the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I had a linguist. no idea. <laughs> I, love I didn't that. know you were, but I didn't know that you were a wordsmith. <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. 267 22 Jiggy. Hey, Jiggy, what's happening, man? Must be that David Bowie song. Jiggy play guitar. It's a great name, man. Thanks for so traveling on the show. Presenting. I'm, I'm Mike Massey, and uh, you know, you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my trick shots there. Thanks very much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours. Welcome to the Friday edition of the world-famous Cheeky Jaguar radio program, coast-to-coast, border-to-border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and, of course, iHeartRadio. 50-plus AM FM stations in the Cheeky Jaguar radio network, and our telephone number, 267-22-JIGGY, and, of course, 2 Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, 1 PM Mountain Standard, from the KJAG radio studios in downtown Hutchinson, Kansas, where live as live can get. Each and every Monday through Friday. And yes, the telephone number does work. I had someone call me at 5 a.m. this morning who was listening to our replay. <laughs> I answered the phone. <laughs> it does work, kids. Uh, we're going to go to Voices of Global Freedom here in a few moments and chat with them about the latest news and views around the country. Also, in this hour, we will chat with our sports guy, Tony Cotillo, about some of the different things going on in the NFL and the world of professional wrestling as he does our fantasy sports and pro wrestling update each and every week. We'll also talk to Richard Kurtz from Strategies PR and... Of course, our good friend, yes, indeed, Mr. Aaron Snyder will be with us today as well. Jennifer Burke along for the ride. And uh, Frank Savalto from New Media Journal and Keith Eaton will be with us as well. But before we do that, let's tell you about one of our fantastic, fantastic new marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. Alquitty is raising 500000 Pounds, an investment on CrowdCube. We want to have everybody go kindly join them now. Aquiti is a $100 million high-growth UK-based asset management company with the mission to deliver great returns through responsible, substantial investment practice in emerging markets. Led by veteran fund managers, Equity donates up to 25% of their fee revenue to support local entrepreneurs. They also plan to be a $1 billion fund by 2019. Check out their incredible link at crowdcube.com slash investment slash Equity dash 19092. We'll spell it for you. C-R-O-W-D-C-U-B-E dot C-O-M slash investment. That's I-N-V-E-S-T-M-E-N-T slash equity, which is A-L-Q-U-I-T-Y. And, of course, dash 19092. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. We've got the guys from Voices of Global Freedom with us on the telephone. And, uh... Gentlemen, there is a lot of news this week. Uh, Donald Trump news and, uh, <laughs> and all sorts of fun stuff. So, uh, 
start with that. Kind of give us give us your thoughts on some of the different things going on this weekend in the news cycle. Conan Backpack here, Voices of Global Freedom Radio, yes. your fan club. <laughs> we owe you a case of adult beverages. <laughs> wow, okay. Or we get back to trumping Trump. <laughs> what we owe you is thank you kindly for introducing us to Chris Mitchell. He's Euro Chief. Christian Broadcast Network yep. Anyway, Backpack here will tell you what we've done. We thank you. Uh, we were honored and privileged. Uh, Jiggy Jaguar set us up with an interview with Chris Mitchell, Bureau Chief of Christian Broadcasting Network. Awesome. Voices of Freedom. And uh, Chris first began reporting on the Middle East in the mid-90s. He repeatedly traveled there to report on religious and political issues facing Israel and the surrounding Arab states. One of the more significant reports focuses on the immigration of persecuted Christians from the Middle East. In our interview, we get the latest updates from Chris Mitchell live from Kurdistan, surrounded by mortar fire as he's traveling uh, through there, and he makes frequent trips, and he's based out of Israel, Jerusalem. Uh, he comments on the Middle East and updates. In addition, brother, he's... he's I'm going to inform our audience for this Saturday. We hope you call in. Yes, I, uh, I, I, I plan on doing that. I'm going to be on the road, so I will, uh, I will, I will try my best to, to get a call to you guys. I know that, uh, each and every Saturday you guys are talking to the heavy hitters on Voices of Global Freedom. Now, uh, today I, I, I want to chat with you guys about this Donald Trump superfan. Where the hell did she come from? She basically comes out and says, I'm Hispanic and I vote for Mr. Trump. Who is this woman? <laughs> Do you guys have any information on what the hell this was? He's, he's blowing himself up. None of his numbers work out. Cutting taxes don't work out. The reducing expenditures doesn't work out. Just none of it plays out with basic math. So I don't know how he gets by with it. He insults anybody he can find. I think he's annoyed the Pope. <laughs> That's our deal. We, we recently did. <laughs> uh, they're famous for Stump the Trump. They've been on Judge Janine Pirro's show, and it was a good interview with those gals, and they've recently converted from Democrat to Republican Party, so they're great to talk with also. The Weeby Sisters. They just adore Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bet I bet that was I bet that was a hell of an interview. Oh it was. We'll send it over. <laughs> okay, because I would I would love to hear it. Cause I, cause, cause, uh I, I I think you guys it's it, it's it's kind of a cool thing because one of you guys seems like you know he is he's he's raw racist Pumba, and then there's one of you guys that I, it, it's always like this again. <laughs> so I, I bet uh, I bet that that interview was 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 quite fun. In our opinion, we he's got a hell of a PR firm. It's called Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> he, he lives on Fox. They suck up to him all day and half the night long. We can't figure that out. 
it is it is a strange, strange deal. We've got uh, Voices of Global Freedom with us today, eight minutes after the hour. It's the Friday edition of our big program, and um, you guys are going to be talking to Chris Mitchell uh, tomorrow. That that there is there is a lot going on overseas. What what are some of your latest uh, news regarding some of the stuff going on over there? Seriously, Western Europe is on fire. They're taking in up to a million Muslims. In the main, they're young, fighting-age, fit males. There's an absence of women and little children. They're rioting now in Munich and throughout Europe, really, but there's and near a blackout here in the States. You're not hearing about it, but accessing those newspapers in English Sweden is up for grabs. They arrive in these countries, immediately rape the women and molest the little children. Yeah. So that's going on as we speak, easy to find on the Internet. In addition, we have thousands arriving here now. Eighteen city mayors have asked Obama to send them all that he can find, and he, of course, sends them along with a big check. <laughs> we recently learned from our guest last week, four-star Admiral Lyons, that at one point in 1987, when he was head of the entire Pacific Fleet, he had everything locked and loaded to take part of Iran and make it into an ashtray. And unfortunately, at the time, uh, he had Casper Weinberger was Secretary of Defense, and there was a stand-down order, but nobody knows where it came from. But Ronald Reagan was ready to wipe out part of Iran, which would have been a good decision looking back. Because we've been officially at war, and we still are at war with Iran, even today in 2015. And this ridiculous Iran deal that just got crammed down the throats of the American people through the United Nations. And Obama skipped Congress and just passed this deal, which is ridiculous. See, that's that's the thing that I've been trying to figure out. How the hell did he? How the hell did that happen without uh, without any type of uh, assistance there? He arranged it early. <clears throat> he had a back-channel communication, the Ayatollah. Before he was elected, he said, don't cut a deal with Bush. When I get in, it's going to be a lot easier on you. And it's come true. Yeah. We've got Voices of Global Freedom with us today, 11 minutes after the hour. Uh, before we let you guys go, give us a little bit of a preview of uh, t- tomorrow's program. Well, he... The guy you referred, Brother Mitchell, great guy, seasoned yep. journalist, was in fact on the front lines in Kurdistan, northern Syria. Wow. Against ISIS. A couple mortar rounds come in. He ran into mysterious Americans running around in pickup trucks. And quite a guy, and we'll send you a case of adult beverage. <laughs> yeah, <we'll take> <laughs> Well, uh, well, gentlemen, good luck with the show tomorrow. I will uh, do my best to call in from the road, and uh, I appreciate you guys being with us each and every Friday. We'll talk to you guys next week. Uh, thank you, Jiggy. Definitely. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Voices of Global Freedom with us today. We are going to take a brief time out, and when we come back, we will chat with Mr. Tony Cotillo. About all sorts of different stuff. Fantasy sports, professional wrestling, all sorts of crap coming up (laughs) on the show.
an incredible new Indiegogo campaign, Cupcake Soap. You're almost going to want to eat it. Check it out today. It's Indiegogo.com. The irresistible and cute bath butter cupcake smells so deliciously of watermelon candy. Check it out today. It is an amazing Indiegogo campaign at I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O.com. Search Cupcake Soap. You're almost going to want to eat it. Check out Indiegogo.com today. We're going to tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. And if we don't tell them and you don't tell them, then they're not going to get told about it. So check out trulybook.webly.com. Brand new book has a group, Truly Dual Zaga. It's an amazing piece of business at trulybook.webly.com. That's T-R-U-L-Y-B-O-O-K dot W-E-E-B-L-Y dot C-O-M slash. Tell them. Trulybook.webly.com and tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. Let's tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners right now before we get back into it here on the radio program. Kickstarter.com. That's right, Kickstarter.com is a brand new website with Lorex Wear, the hooded sweatshirt for urban riders. Lorex is a new brand for cyclers focused to bring casual design to your daily habits. Hoodie and t-shirt are startup products. Oh yeah, Lorex Wear. It's doing its thing. You need to check out Kickstarter.com. Search L-E-R-O-U-X wear the hooded sweatshirt for urban riders. Kickstarter.com and tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. You tell them, and if you don't tell them, then I've got to tell them. Let's tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. We have a great new crowdfunding campaign, and we love crowdfunding here. Please donate to the crowdfunding campaign to help save the lives of the people in the migrant crisis. The focus is the children, and you can check out the link at igg.me, that's right, slash at, slash crowdfunding, dash, save, dash, refugee, dash, migrant, dash, child. That's right. Save the Refugee Migrant Children Fund. This comes from London in the United Kingdom. Indiegogo.com. Donate to the crowdfunding to save the Refugee Migrant Program. Your support is needed. This comes from Elizabeth Savage. You can help donate to crowdfunding to save the Refugee Migrant Children Fund. To assist in helping save the lives of migrant children and their families crossing the Mediterranean Sea during the Syria migrant crisis. It's not the big things in life that matter, but the small things that we can do and the heart in which we give that counts. This comes from Elizabeth Savage. Check it out today at Indiegogo.com. Search I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O.com. Search Save the Refugee Migrant Children Fund. And tell them you heard about it here at Transmedia Worldwide. Hi, this is real estate investor Lance Edwards with today's Real Estate Minute. If you want to build wealth and security for your family, forget about stocks and bonds or even buying an existing business. Apartments were created for cash flow and contain the five major attributes of an ideal investment, including their ability to generate passive income, to grow your equity, the tax benefits of depreciation, the ability to increase value through both market and forced depreciation, and the ability to amplify your yields through leverage. Plus, you can get into the market with no cash or credit of your own. Learn about small apartment investing with a free copy of my number one best-selling book, How to Make Big Money in Small Apartments. Get your free book and CD at freeapartmentsbook.com. That's freeapartmentsbook.com. 
347-365. The Jiggy Jaguar radio program continues. Welcome back to our big broadcast, coast to coast and border to border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, iHeartRadio, and 50-plus AM FM stations. Across the country and around the world, and of course, 24-7 at JiggyJaguar.com. 2 to 5 Central, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific, and 1 to 4 Mountain Standard each and every Monday through Friday. We've got a great guest coming up here in a few moments. We're going to be talking to her about a huge, huge topic. But before we do that, let's tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. The rest idea is that all consumers and restaurants can easily manage their stock of goods through special software. Thus, they could make their menus, fill them with recipes, order from the best providers directly, and only buy one program. Help the project Z-Rests to raise funds for the implementation of the project. The project site is located at Indiegogo.com. Search C-R-A-D-D-O-C from the address or go to igg.me slash A-T slash Z-R-E-S-T-S and tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide, it truly is an amazing, amazing new marketing partner with us today here on our program. We've got a great guest joining us on the telephone. We're going to go ahead and let her introduce herself, and then we'll talk a little bit about why she's here. Go ahead and jump in there, my friend. Hi, my name is Jennifer Burke, and I am the co-founder and editor-in-chief of Politistic, which is a conservative commentary and news site. Well, uh, tell me a little bit about Politistic, because you guys have been around for a little bit. There's there, there's a lot of folks that uh, I know that we have on this broadcast who use you guys sort of sort of like a prep service. Kind of tell us a little bit about oh. Politistic. Well, that's that's good to know. My I actually started Politistic with my husband Matthew and our friend Christina in April. This is after we had been writing for a while for another um, conservative news site. My husband and I had both been uh, Tea Party activists since uh, since it all began, um, and we attended one of the first Tea Party rallies in in Seattle. And we've we've had great growth. We've had great response to the site. We've been very very happy that you know it's, our message is so well received. And one of the things we're upfront about is that we are we admit that we're biased. Two and four, anyone and anything that will de- defend, support, and uphold the Constitution. And if you won't do that, then you're fair game for us to, to, to attack you, whether you're a Republican, a Democrat, or anything in between. Thank God somebody who's not partisan. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Lord. Jennifer Berg is with us today. She's the co-founder of Politistic and editor-in-chief. She's a graduate of Texas A&M University, certified teacher with 12 years' experience in the classroom. Um, Jennifer, you worked as a national outreach director for one of the largest conservative groups in the country. You served as managing editor and writer. Tell us a little bit about some of your experience. Well, you know, as I, I just worked with a lot of Tea Party groups, Kind of just serving as a, a person of contact if, if they had questions, if they uh, needed information. I mean, I, I've I learned about a lot of the groups throughout the country that are that are strong. And whenever the left put out the narrative that the Tea Party was dead, I can tell you, in states like Arizona and uh, Texas, I mean, Arizona and Texas, whenever other Tea Parties would find out what those groups were doing, they were like, "How do you do it?" Because they're very active. They're, uh, they coordinate with each other. They, they, they see each other as not competition, but instead as kind of backup to what they're doing. And they're trying to work together to, to try to teach other Tea Parties how to impact 
not just national politics, but politics in their area, because that's where it all begins. Uh, and also Tea Party groups in, in Washington State, the conservative groups in Washington State, people think liberal states have no uh, have no conservatism, but the conservative I've seen, they really band together out of necessity, <laughs> because they're, they're ganged up against uh, so much, um, because of, they're just surrounded by liberals. So I've been able to see the tea, you know, local Tea Party movement flourish because of the dedication of those people who use their own time, money, and resources to try to make a difference. Now, uh, one, one of the big stories today is, uh, and the reason we've got you on the program here is about uh, the president. He seems to be making up his own facts about gun violence. Uh, tell, us, tell us a little bit about this topic and what you guys are doing over there at Politistic with this topic. Right. Well, so after the, the tragic, horrific shooting at Umpqua Community College in Roseburg, Oregon, Obama, like clockwork, and, and we expected it, my husband and I looked at each other and said, I'm sure he's going to stand up to that podium and talk about gun control. And that's precisely what he did. And, and worse, worse than that, he said, we should politicize it, and I am going to politicize it. And then he went on to just view a variety of lies, one of the most egregious and and easily to prove demonstrably false was his claim that places with the most stringent gun laws have less crime. And all he has to do to, to, to know that he's a liar on that front is to look at his home state or his uh, hometown of Chicago where he was a community organizer. Some of the most stringent gun laws in the country and the most violent area. Every weekend, get through a weekend without hearing about the bloody mess in Chicago and the people shooting each other. And so, and, and shooting innocent people, children getting shot in Chicago. Uh, so that, that was the most egregious, because if you look at um, the FBI actually even showed that uh, the crime stats that Obama supposedly was referring to did not happen. Preliminary uh, figures indicate that as a whole, law enforcement agencies reported a decrease in violent crime um, rather than an increase, you know, Obama said this is becoming routine. It's 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 horrible that <laughs> instead of just that, offering that, his prayers, yeah, and support to that community. And another thing I want to bring up: by the time Obama spoke, we knew that the people shot were targeted because they were Christian, and he did not say one solitary word about that because he had to make it about gun control to push that. Because we all know he wants to take away as much of the Second Amendment as possible. Oh, yes. Yes, indeed. We've got Jennifer Burke with us today. She joins us live here on the telephone. Uh, Politistic is uh, her project. And uh, today we're talking about President Obama making up his own facts about gun violence. And um, the commander-in-chief chooses to once again basically make this whole thing about guns. People are in the know. They're infuriated by this. Low information on issues simply take on uh, basically his word. Um it's your job, basically, to get out there and discuss and inform and, and, and bringing some of the facts to the table. T- tell us a little bit about what you guys are doing over there at the website with, uh, with, with this topic. Well, I can tell you, uh, it just so happens that one of our, our good friends that works with us happens to be from Roseburg, Oregon, and happened to have attended Umpqua Community College. And so right after I saw that it happened, I called him, and he, he informed me, he was the one that informed me, that there was a security guard there, but the security guard is not allowed to, to carry a gun. And the campus is a gun-free zone, and, and no one's allowed to, to have their guns. 
And he said, he told us from the beginning, the people in the area are not going to like this. They're going to be angry that he politicized it as a push for gun control because this is a very conservative area in Oregon, uh, people who are very pro-Second Amendment. And right now, he's actually, his name's Greg Campbell, he's actually on site in Roseburg right now. Uh, there is a huge anti-Obama rally going on to coincide with his visit to the area of people telling him, look, don't politicize what's happened to us. You know, what we need is less gun-free zones, fewer gun-free zones, not more gun control. So kudos to the people of Oregon. Uh, even even some of the victims and their families of the shooting, Obama wants to meet with them personally, refuses, are refusing to meet with him because they don't believe in his agenda to for gun control. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Now, uh, t- t- tell us a little bit about this, this rally that's going on out there. Well, uh, our, our Greg has sent us a, a couple of pictures, just a ton of people lined up and down the, up and down the main road holding signs. You know, Obama's not welcome here. Now, the, the, the mayor and the city council tried to counter by saying, oh, yes, Obama's welcome. We'll, 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 we'll roll out the red carpet for him. But um, the people and some of the conservative um, newspapers there have come out and said he, he will not be welcome here because the people do not agree with his message and they resent being used as, as pawns in his desire to usurp the Constitution. So they're out there. It's an armed uh, protest. They're showing, look, we, we believe in the Second Amendment. We have the right to carry this. We have our permit, and we're going to do so. So uh, let's see how much of the, the, the mainstream Democrat media complex actually covers what happened in Oregon today during Obama's visit. We've got uh, a great guest with us today talking about politistic and uh, talking about some of the other things that are going on in the uh, in, in news front today. We're also talking about Obama and the gun situation. Now, there, there's been some rumors that uh, Obama may try some executive actions and things like this. Every time there's a shooting, it seems that there, there are these rumors. Do you think something like this could, could easily take place? Or what, what do you think would happen here? Well, I mean, he's already shown us that, and he's told the world that if Congress won't give him what he wants, you know, he seems to think that the way uh, our system of government works is that he says what he wants, and, and, and Congress says yes. And that's uh, too many people in America bought into it. Well, you know, the Republicans are, are being difficult. They won't do it, so he has to. No, his pen and his phone do not usurp the Constitution and our system of government. He does not have any more authority. It's supposed to be three equal branches of government. But the problem is Republicans haven't stood up to Obama. They've rolled over. They've let him do everything he's wanted to do. they funded everything he's wanted uh, to fund, and they just say, well, you have to decide what battles we're going to fight. But the problem is they don't fight a battle. And then now with the, with the mess, with the, uh, the, what's going on with the Speaker of the House, Let's see what happens. But I, I think there's enough Republicans now that are really taking a stand and, un, and realizing the damage and the danger of Republicans not running an opposition. They're, they're not supposed to. They are the opposition party for a reason. If they look at their platform and the Democrat platform, it's completely different. And if they look at what's being done versus what the Constitution says should be done, that should show them what their role is supposed to be and what they should do. I wouldn't doubt Obama tries to do gun control. He did it with amnesty, uh, with executive action. Let's just hope that the Republicans are strong enough for someone to stand to stop them. 
We've got uh, a great guest with us today. Before we let you go, tell us tell us a little bit about uh, the website and what people can can check out when they head over to the website. Yeah, if you go over to politistic.com, that's p o l i t i stick.com. We just we really try to, you know, cover some stories. We we cover not just politics, but also culture because we understand that uh, the left has done so much damage to basically the fabric of society and our culture. And there's a lot that needs to be countered and brought to uh, the forefront because people can't give up on the culture because that's why we have Bernie Sanders drawing 20,000 crowds of 20,000 people is because of the socialistic culture they've instilled in the society. And we just try to keep it interesting and cover some things that maybe go under the radar uh, or some points that we feel are the most more important thing that someone says that got overlooked in a speech while everyone else was concentrating on the same thing. So I encourage everyone to join us, P-O-L-I-T-I stick.com. And on Facebook, you can find us at facebook.com slash politistic. Awesome stuff. I appreciate you being with us, and uh, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for coming on, my friend. Thank you so much for having me on. Have a blessed day. Appreciate it. You too. Jennifer Burke with us today. We're going to take a time out come back with Tony Cotillo on the other side. new GoFundMe campaign. Check it out today. Loathsome Bear with us today. It turns out that the head gasket has been damaged. They found out this when they noticed the coolant leaking from the engine. Turns out there's an oil leaking into the coolant. It's a major problem. If too much oil gets in the whole engine, could lock up. We need to help these folks out today on GoFundMe.com. Check out G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M slash T N. 4-M-S-K-B-G. Oh, that's right. It's an amazing, amazing new GoFundMe campaign at GoFundMe.com slash the letter T, the letter N, the number 4, the letter S. KBG. That's right. GoFundMe.com slash T-N-4-M-S-K-B-G. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. Fantastic, fantastic new stuff. It's a great GoFundMe campaign. The dream is to go to the United States. They've never been abroad. They've set up a campaign to help get some money and help raise the funds. Check it out today at GoFundMe.com slash Lynn's First Holiday. That's right. This comes from England. Lynn and Luis with us today. GoFundMe.com slash Lynn's Holiday. Oh, yeah. Her first holiday. Check it out today. Madeline and uh, she's never left the country. It's been her lifelong dream, too. She's always wanted to go get away, even as a child. But the parents have never been, basically had any interest of leaving the country. So check it out today at GoFundMe.com slash Linton's First Holiday. An amazing new piece of business at G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M slash L-Y-N-S-F-I. I-R-S-T-H-O-L-I-D-A-Y. That's GoFundMe.com slash Lens First Holiday.
now. This is an amazing, amazing new marketing partner with us today. To die for Mandy! Maybe the best premiering vampire play in Los Angeles! Dynamic director, charismatic characters, a cast and crew to kill for! An excellent formula for success. Who doesn't want to see vampires live? What's missing are the funds. We have made remarkable strides in the production with this bare minimum, and it is turning out to be an incredible show! Please assist in taking this opportunity to help lift this production to the next level and help support the actors and crew of this monumental event. The performance will later be YouTubed. Thank you for your contribution at GoFundMe.com slash to die for Mandy. That's G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M slash T-O-D-I-E-F-O-R-M-A-N-D-Y and tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. If you don't tell them, then you gotta tell them, 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 tell them. Check out this incredible new GoFundMe campaign. Check it out today. GoFundMe.com slash Sienna King. Help take Sienna King, Las Vegas' premier rising country rock crossover star, into the studio and out on the road. Check it out today at G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M slash Sienna King. Sienna King has been on radio, TV, national publications, has been all over the place. Check it out today, G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M slash S-I-A-N-A-K-I-N-G. GoFundMe.com slash Sienna King and tell them you heard about it here. It's a minute report for America. The United States is becoming less free economically, according to Canada's Fraser Institute for Economic Freedom. The information was released in the organization's annual report, which measures the degree to which the policies and institutions of countries are supportive of economic freedom. While other nations have also declined since 2000, the American decline in economic freedom has been more than three times greater than the average. The problems presented by the U.S. economic freedom decline are more than just temporary. The Fraser Report notes that the most significant reversals in the U.S. have been in the areas of protection of property rights, freedom to trade internationally, and regulation. The increased use of eminent domain was particularly cited. Reductions in freedom are reflected in a reduced gross national product. I'm Frank Fernuccio. Read more at usagovpolicy.com. Talk with Jiggy right now at 267-22-JIGGY or email JiggyJaguar at Welcome back to our big broadcast. Tune in, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and of course, iHeartRadio. 50 plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. Yes, 50 plus AM FM stations. We've got a lot of people who have criticized us this week about some of these. But you can look them up. They're all real kids. <laughs> We've got uh, Tony Cotillo on deck. He'll be talking to us here in a few moments about the world of fantasy sports and professional wrestling. It could be a very interesting conversation with Mr. Cotillo today, 35 minutes after the hour. Before we do that, let's tell you about our latest sponsor here on our broadcast. They are a great new crowdfunding site. Check out barnraiser.us. This is an amazing campaign. You need to go over to barnraiser.us. Search Farm Fencing for Heritage Meadows Farm. This comes from Alan McCramey. And uh, Alan and Amy, their goal is to raise funds to buy and install a new fence. 
That's right. All the funds donated are tax deductible. They're a non-profit. They want to humanely raise animals that thrive on pasture, which are healthier and happier than confined animals. They vow to treat the animals with dignity, love, and respect while they live out the rest of their lives on the farm. Check it out today at barnraiser.com. That's B-A-R-N-R-A-I-S-E-R dot U-S. Search Farm Fencing for Heritage Meadows Farm and tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. We've got Tony Cotillo on the telephone. And, Tony, uh, first of all, <laughs> there's a lot to cover this week. Um, I, I, I want to get your thoughts on this. We, we talk fantasy sports on this program a lot with you. Uh, what the hell is this stuff going on with DraftKings and all that other stuff that, that's going on? It, 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 the insider trading of the NFL. You know? <laughs> Apparently. Wall Street needs to have fantasy sports, but, you know, there's a lot of, you know, this is a billion-dollar industry, and it's amazing. DraftKings, Sandal, they paid out $4 billion in winnings already this year. So wow. it's amazing that a company, yeah, it's like you have two partnership companies like that are partnered with 28 of the 32 NFL teams, and I'll tell you what, for them to be self-policed and self-regulated, it astonishes me. Well, uh... This this was kind of a story that uh, that that got out this week of, of them and 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 some of the shenanigans and, and things going on over there. Um, I, I I always wondered when I when I seen that they they DraftKings and and all, all these guys were advertising on all these radio shows and TV and everything. I thought, man, at some point somebody's gonna come up with something on these guys, <laughs> and it happened this week. <laughs> And it happened, and it's taken a world by storm now. So, you know, we had a guy hit for three hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollars for on the competitor site. So, and to me, this, this is going to have numerous legs. It's not going to end right here. We've got Tony Catella with us today. Thirty-seven minutes after the hour, Richard Kurtz from Strategies PR will be with us here in a few moments. But uh, Tony, another big, some more big stories. Professional wrestling. Uh, Mark Madden from uh, Pittsburgh Radio and WrestleZone.com has always said that NXT was designed to kill the indies. Um, after I saw that show on Wednesday and I heard James Storm signed with him, I'm like, okay, let's kill the indies. <laughs> uh, you know, it's a James Storm, and that's not going to be the end. There's don't be more. And, you know, it's it's unfortunate. It's just, it, it, we've been talking about it for months now. It's the inevitable. TNA is just done. Uh, they lost all their partnership rights. The TV deals are, they're not going to be on TV for the first half of the year already. So, it's just not a good thing. I, I feel bad for the, for the leftover talent out there. Well, th- this whole thing with, with, with TNA, um, the, the, and I don't know where this where this changed, but I know at one point, the WWE's philosophy was, we are not signing anyone from TNA. It's not happening. And before that, they would sign guys. Like, they had Ron Killings, and they had some of these other guys. But they were buried. And it was kind of like they had the stench of TNA on them. And now, um, they wait a little bit. So it looks, so you know they're TNA guys. But it doesn't look like they immediately showed up. It like with Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe went to ROH, then he did some stuff in some indie promotions, and then all of a sudden it's okay. Well, Samoa Joe got signed. Uh, James Storm is the same thing. James Storm did some stuff with TNA, but 
those tapings were like months ago that he was involved in. And now all of a sudden he shows up. Why is this the thing now? Uh, are, are they, are they basically making it sound like it's a WWE idea or what, what, what's the details on this? I think, I think what happened is I just think it's, it's Triple H pulling more, pulling more rain. And I think, you know, Vince was, was dead set against the idea of bringing all these TNA talents. He always thought it was a lackluster product. They, they wrestled in a smaller ring. He, he thought it was more of a gimmick than it was a wrestling match. So I think now that Triple H has taken over, I think finally now Triple H sees, look, there's some constant professionals in that industry. And if they're going to go out, let's get them on our side because let's face it, the ratings in WWE aren't nothing to sneeze about right now. So, uh, they're not going up, you know, quicker than the stock market. I think they're having their own bounce as it is. So, yeah, uh, I think it's well, Triple H taking more of a handle on this. We've got Tony Cotillo with us today. He joins us live each and every Friday on our broadcast. And uh, Tony has has got a wealth of knowledge in the fantasy sports area, also professional wrestling. He is uh, a creator and writer for FantasySportsAddiction.com, and he's also a weekly radio guest on Live Sports Network as well as a PR specialist, press release connoisseur. That This guy pretty much does everything in the, uh, in the PR world as far as public relations are concerned. Um, with this, with this whole thing, with these guys coming in from TNA, um, is it going to get to the point? And I'm already seeing it on some of the various social media and blogs and different things. Is it going to get to the point where they're going to have to make NXT the replacement for SmackDown and come up with something else for NXT? Because they're they're going to be to the point where they're both touring brands. They already are that point, and. The the uh, the NXT guys are basically like I said earlier the Indies they've got they've they've got Finn Balor from from New Japan they've got James Storm Samoa Joe there's a rumor Velvet Sky may sign with them there's th- th- there's a lot of things going on where they're bringing in indie wrestlers teaching them the WWE style and turning it into its own brand it, is is that ever something that could happen where NXT could take SmackDown spot or is it always going to be NXT and it's the WWE Network and it's just the developmental show and that's it? No, I, I think you're you're right on. I I see SmackDown inevitably going down the tubes, and I think that it's going to be NXT. I mean, there's already talks about them. They want to create another title within the NXT brand. So you know, you're not only going to have the NXT World Title, maybe you have an NXT Television Title or something in that retrospect. So, wow. You know, they're all. Yeah, there there are already talks about establishing it, and let's face it. I mean, I, I, not not to not to get away from the conversation, but we got to give these women some credit, man. These, oh, I'll tell you what, yes. I mean, they, they've been phenomenal. Uh, you know, I, you know, they they really and and for, for the love of God, can we please drop the Divas title and bring back? The yes, yes. I, I, I've, I have been waiting for, uh, for, for, for somebody to, to do this because that match that they had on, uh, Wednesday night was a combination of several things. It was the fact that WWE doesn't have to worry about needing, you know, they're always talking about how they like Ronda Rousey and they want Ronda Rousey. They've already got their own version of Ronda Rousey, an entire women's division of Ronda Rousey's. Second, Sarah Del Rey from the indie scene has got to be one of the most proudest people because this whole thing in NXT is her. Yep. And, and the fact that the, uh, 
the women's division in WWE, it's like they're they're starting to uh, cannibalize all the sports models and all the people that Johnny Ace hired. You're right. I mean, they're they're, they're really uh, they're establishing a brand. Let's not forget, not only Sarah Del Rey started, and now they signed Lita, who's going to be another creative director. Yep. Yep. So they're finally. I mean, they're doing things the right way, which is really nice to see because it's been a long time coming. To be quite honest, and you know, I, I you know, look, Sasha Banks for me is she, she's the future. Yeah. I but the, the whole thing is I don't understand. It's the, Sasha Banks comes and you'll see Sasha Banks wrestle for months, and then you, you know, I, so it's still I, I don't understand the Charlotte Flair thing. I'm really I think that was more of a cliche. Than it was deserved. I hate to say that. Yes. I, that, you know, I think that should have been Sasha's spot. Well, I'll tell you this: this, this, this is a hell of a deal, Tony. That this has definitely uh, been been a long time in coming, and uh, I, I'm glad that uh, Triple H, you know, for all the for all the crap that he's gotten over the years, especially on this radio program from Cousin Chris and some of the other people. Um, He's actually doing it right now. He's not really burying anybody, and he's more or less fostering talent. No, you're you're absolutely right, and he's doing it just like you said. He's doing it the right way, and he's 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 giving the respect back to the business the way it should have been done for a long time. Yes. Hopefully, hopefully, we're finally headed in the right direction. I like how they brought the Dudley Boys back as not as a, a gimmick, but to wrestle. And yes. That's the thing. Bring them back, please. Let these guys wrestle. That's what we want to see them do. So it's definitely nice to see the change up. It's good stuff. We've got Tony Catillo with us today. Check out fantasysportsaddiction.com and also eWrestlingNews.com. And Tony, we will talk to you next Friday. Thank you, man. Sounds great. Take have a great weekend. Appreciate it, brother. We'll talk soon. Tony Catillo with us today. We're going to take a time out. Richard Kurtz is on deck from Strategies PR. And we're going to talk about all sorts of different stuff. Oh, it's getting good. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. We got more coming up. Tremendous new park marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. Tell them about my ass, and my ass will tell you about rkthb.co slash 60998. This is a campaign about church. Incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. These guys are absolutely fantastic. Check out TasteBudsPopcorn.com. They have over 200-plus flavors of gourmet popcorn. They've made an exclusive view compode for listeners, Radio 10. It's going to give you 10% off and free shipping over $25. Please visit the website, TasteBudsPopcorn.com. Take advantage of the 200-plus flavors of gourmet popcorn. They have an exclusive coupon code for the listeners. Check out Radio 10. It's going to give you 10% off and free shipping over $25. Check it out today, tastebudspopcorn.com. That's T-S-T-E-B-U-D-S-P-O-P-Z-O-R-N.com. Tastebudspopcorn.com. Do you make knives by hand or know somebody that does? Then remember this web address, handmadeknifeclub.com. 
Handmade Knife Club is a new service where you can sell your handmade knives for only 1% plus PayPal fees. Stop paying more to sell with other online marketplaces. Stop paying more to compete with makers of handmade jewelry and soap. If you make knives, then you need a marketplace to sell your knives that is just for you. List your handmade knives for sale on HandmadeKnifeClub.com and pay only 1% plus PayPal fees. And you pay nothing until your knives are sold. Check out HandmadeKnifeClub.com and list your handmade knives for sale today. HandmadeKnifeClub.com is veteran-owned and operated. That's HandmadeKnifeClub.com. This is ASC Automotive Professional Pam Oaks, and it's time to take a 60-second break and make you a savvy car consumer. Indian summer's just about over, and it's about time we check out the heater output on your vehicle's vent. Not that great? The fix could be as easy as turning a dial or pushing a button. When running your heater or defrost, make sure you adjust the hot-cold lead air door to create the optimum interior environment, keeping that windscreen clear before you drive. Another tip for automatic climate control. If you have the temp set at 80, that's where the cabin temperature will stay. But if it's really cold, you can always adjust the temp to keep you comfortable. Lesson learned. Want to learn more about your vehicle? Visit me at carcarefortheclueless.com, making you a savvy car consumer. Back to the Jiggy Jaguar Radio Show on the network. Welcome back to the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar Radio Program, coast-to-coast to border-to-border. Yes, even I do it. I was making fun of radio people yesterday when I was talking to a friend of mine, and uh, even I do it. <laughs> We've got more coming up. If you don't know what I did, it doesn't matter. I know what I did. It is the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program, and coast-to-coast, uh, -coast, border to border iHeartRadio, TuneIn, iTunes, Stitcher, and of course... 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. We've got a great new marketing partner with us today, World Feast 2015 Ministry Conference. That's right, Word Feast 2015. They're making it happen November 12th and 13th, and they're trying to get the crowdfunding going. Scott Caldwell Ministries Incorporated is seeking funding assistance for their upcoming conference. No more spiritual crumbs. It happens November 12th, November 13th at the Greater Bethlehem Holiness Church located in Rome, Georgia. They're bringing together a strong group of gods anointed for two power-packed nights of dynamic preaching and music. And you can help Scott and the great crew over there at GoFundMe.com slash H45KZUW8. That's right. Check out G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M slash h 45KZUW8. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. Richard Curse of Tragedies PR with us today on the telephone. And, uh, Rich, there, there is a lot going on today in the, uh, in the world around us. I just, before we get into the topic here, what is the deal with Trump? <laughs> well, it takes one to know one. <clears throat> I'm from New York, so I recognize New Yorkers. Okay. Here's what I hope 
the deal is with Trump. I hope he's just out there, you know, banging a spoon on a pot cover to make all the noise that he can to call attention to lots of things that nobody was looking at, to force them to the table. And then he's going to turn around and say, hey, I am bored, I'm going to go make some more money and step out of this. I'm hoping that that's the way this is going to go. But he is, he's got an ego that's bigger than the state of Alaska, and he's got uh, enormous amounts of money. Yes. And, and annoyingly enough, he's got a few good ideas, but his presentational style is news getting. And the news has been focusing on him because he looks like the, uh, the class clown for the Republican Party. And, of course, the press would love to make that as an example of what the Republican Party is. And, unfortunately, there's plenty of other clowns in the party, too. But um, it, that's the deal with Trump. He's, uh, he's an attention-getting device for himself. And I hope it's for a greater cause. But I don't know. Well, I'll have to say that I, 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 he's lasted longer than I thought he was going to. <laughs> yeah, this, I, is, this, is, this is real early in the race. Everybody's got all kinds of different ratings at this point in time. You know, 90 days from now, let's see what's going on. We've got the fabulous Richard Curses today from Strategies PR. He joins us today here on the telephone to talk about some of the uh, news and views and some of the different things going on in the media. And, uh, Richard, one of the things that uh, is, is close to your heart before we get into this is the La Jolla Writers Conference. How's that going out there, uh, the, the planning and the preparation and everything? It's going super. Uh, one of the keynotes is the, uh, is the co-author to American Sniper, and two of the other keynotes are New York Times bestsellers. And every keynote, every teacher, every New York Times bestselling author, every... Um, publicist, publisher, agent, etc., writing coach that shows up at this seminar all volunteer their time. They all get themselves here from wherever in the country they're coming from at their own expense, and they teach because they believe in teaching the art, craft, and business of writing. And it's this is year 15. It wow. is a fabulous event for anybody who wants to seriously engage in the business of writing. Uh, which it is a business. Uh, the second, at least the second you want anyone to pay attention to your work, it becomes a business. And there's more to it than putting your pen to the paper. Uh, but that's the first critical part of it. We've got Richard Curtis with us today, Strategies PR. And, of course, the topic today on October 1st, Christopher Harper Mercer shot 18 students at a junior college near Roseburg, Oregon, Killing nine of them and then himself, as predictable as rain in Oregon. President Obama's using this and another excuse uh, to push his agenda and draw attention away from the important issues that reflect upon his poor decisions. According to Richard Kurtz, uh, Obama's current political stunt is just another in diversions from a now internationally, intentionally inept presidency and uh richard this is obviously a horrible occurrence but why is it getting presidential attention well it's getting presidential attention because it fits his agenda and he fits his agenda of trying to look compassionate and to disarming legitimate gun owners 
and trying to look like the common concerned man, the, the, the parent among parents, the outraged citizen among outraged citizens. Um, it's, it's an excellent political podium. It is unfortunate that such an event becomes political podiums, uh, but that's why it's getting his attention. It's getting his attention because he's getting something out of it, not because he cares. We've got Richard Kurtz with us today. He joins us live here talking about this uh, the, the, this mass shooting and some of the different things going on. Why do you say that this is a series of political stunts? Well, if you go all the way back near the beginning of his presidency, um, the beginning of the takedown of respect for police, he calls a cop who's doing his job stupid, and then he has a big, big deal about having a beer with him on the White House lawn. Going farther along the line, you know, he's going to look at a situation where there was an unfortunate shooting of between uh, what I call a, a, a nutcase with a gun, who wasn't really a nutcase, he was just, well, he was someone who shouldn't have had a gun, but legally did, and a person who was a, a street thug, and the street thug got the bad end of it. And that was the, if I had a son, he would look like Trayvon Martin. Um, it's, it's all part of the persecute cops and never prosecute perps in civil unrest cases. Um, you know, if, if, if he were going to show compassion in the case of senseless violence, which is a good thing to do, it's politically correct in a, in a positive sense, but it's also a good thing to do as a human being, then why didn't he go to the families of the cops who were assassinated? Or why didn't he go to Normandy? For the first time, he is the only president who was a no-show. Since the end of World War II, it was a no-show at the, at the anniversary of the Normandy invasion. That's, wow. That begs more explanation than why is this a political stunt. It just exemplifies it. We've got the fantastic, fantastic Richard Kurtz from Strategies PR with us today here on our broadcast. And uh, we've got... <laughs> I want to ask you at the end of this about a um, a story that came out yesterday that... Steven Seagal thinks that all these mass shootings are stunts by the Obama administration. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about young Steven. Uh, not that young Steven, but a different young Steven. Um, mass shootings are in the big news, but what is the media telling the public about this? Is, it, is anything of this useful? Well, of course it's useful from the sense that it's an event. It's, it's, it's like a massive car pileup. There's carnage. If it bleeds, it leads. But it does tell people, does remind them, that this sort of stuff can happen. Uh, it should also remind them that more people are killed on the highway every day than happen in mass shootings in a year. Uh, more people are killed by drunk drivers than crazy shooters. They don't emphasize that. So on the bad news from the media standpoint, is that they use it for agendas rather than rather than pushing the real issue at the heart which would be to encourage better parental responsibility because that's not popular people will stop listening um and and that's probably the causative factor here 
We've got Richard Curtis today from Strategies PR. He joins us live here on the telephone talking a little bit about these mass shootings and also some of the political ties to this whole thing. I guess the big question at hand is, could this have been avoided? Well, if you look at the, at the similarities with Sandy Hook, you have a broken family, an inattentive parent, a child with mental problems, albeit an older child, with access illegally to firearms. Now, the parents might have legally had the firearms, but they weren't storing them properly. They somehow, either negligently or intentionally, made them available to a child that they knew had mental problems. This is not a gun control issue. This is a parent responsibility issue. Now, in the case of Sandy Hook, it's a little late to hold her responsible because he put four bullets in her head. But in the case of this parent, somebody, if they had the gumption to hang her out to dry and say, hey, you goofed up, uh, of course they won't because that's not politically popular to do. Uh, because they say, oh, well, you know, your son's already tragically dead. You've been punished enough. I don't think so. I think you need to send a message that, that the parents are responsible when they have firearms in the house. And that would be much bigger and much better an accomplishment than making more laws. And that, that would go along the way to make this kind of thing avoidable. Now, would this person still do something crazy and hurt people? Yeah, probably. Yeah. But, but probably with a lot less ability to hurt that many. You know, he might have taken a car and, 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 and run people down. He might have taken cans of gasoline and blown them out. might have done anything that everybody has access to. But the bigger thing is, if you've got a kid with mental issues, address it. Handle it. It's your kid. It's your job. Fantastic stuff. We've got the great Richard Curtis today from Strategies PR. Now, uh, before before we go, my friend, Aaron Snyder's waiting in the wings. I apologize to him. We will get to him as quick as we can. Um, tell me about this. Uh, Steven Seagal said that all this stuff, all these mass school shootings are all setups for gun control. He's just, you know, as some people have said, gone off the reservation. What the hell do you think of what Steven Seagal is saying? Well... I would like to believe that that's not the case. If I were a conspiracy theorist, I could go with that, except for the fact the the people who committed these acts, in order to have orchestrated this on a on a on a basis to to affect what they're basically doing. I mean, they they've got the tools from this to yell about gun control, but to have orchestrated this series of events would be tantamount to. Uh, to hurting a lot of feral cats. It just doesn't happen. Uh, you've got enough random mental illness out there for these things to happen on their own. Um, I, I don't think it's a conspiracy, but the, the idea of using it for the agenda of, of gun control, for taking guns away or restricting the use of guns by legitimate owners, yeah, I believe that that's part of the plan. Hey, if anything like this comes up, how can we use it? You can count on that one. We've got Richard Curtis with us today from Strategies PR. I want to uh, thank you for being with us. We're going to get to Aaron Snyder after our break. Thanks for being with us, my friend. We'll talk next Friday. Well, sir. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. We're going to talk to Aaron Snyder here in a few moments on the World Famous Chicken Check Bar Video Program. Top of the hour break.
Fast birds have a really hard time having slow-moving butterflies for lunch. This is the Creation Moments Minute. The muscles that control the tasty butterfly's wings are relatively stronger in terms of lifting power than a bird's muscle. In addition, tasty butterflies have about 50% more flight muscle than the poisonous butterflies that birds avoid. Since butterflies weigh so much less than birds, they can change direction more rapidly. So even though a bird can fly much faster than a butterfly, by flying in a tight, darting, erratic pattern, a skillful butterfly can easily escape. Not only is the butterfly wonderfully designed, it's designed in view of the birds that might eat it. Notice how God carefully counted the bird's advantage of speed by giving the butterfly stronger muscles and a more maneuverable body. For CreationMomentsMinute.com, I'm Darren Marlar. Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I had a linguist. no idea. <laughs> I, love I didn't that. know you were a term, but I didn't know that you were a wordsmith. <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. 267 22 Jiggy. Daddy, hey, Jiggy, what's happening, man? It must be that uh, David Bowie song. Jiggy, play guitar. Jeff. It's a great name, man. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Presenting. I'm Mike Massey, and uh, you know you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my tricks up there. Thanks very much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours. Welcome to hour number two of our world famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. We will get to our guests here in a few moments. We're going to be talking to Michael Murphy today. Josh Bernstein, Frank Sabalto from the New Media Journal, and of course our good friend, Mr. Aaron Snyder, here in a few moments. But before we do that, let's give you a little bit of the house cleaning. Welcome to the world-famous Cheeky Jaguar Radio Program. Coast to coast, border to border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, and Stitcher, 24-7 at JiggyJaguar.com. Live as live can get, Monday through Friday, 2 Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, 1 PM Mountain Standard. And of course, our premium podcast is $5 a month, commercial free. At JiggyJaguar.info. Selected editions will be available on the iHeartRadio app and 50 plus AM FM stations in the Jiggy Jaguar Radio Network. Our telephone number 267-22-JI-GGY. Let's tell you about one of our great new marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide, Indiegogo.com. It's a great new crowdfunding campaign. Dog Star Tail Talk. It's the world's first dog emotion sensor. This comes from New York, New York. Tail talk. Every dog has a tail. We help you to hear it. That's right. Every pup has a tail. When dogs speak, their tails wag. But wagging isn't just wagging. Tail talk is a smart device that helps you understand the complex tail language. Your dog is speaking. We help you hear it. Check it out on Indiegogo.com. That's I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O dot com. Search Dog Star Tail Talk. It's the world's first dog emotion sensor. And tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. Aaron Snyder with us today. Now, Aaron, um, as we head into the fall and winter months, uh, people don't seem to, I guess, give a shit about their, uh, <laughs> their health. Why is this, my friend? And then we'll get into the topic. <laughs> well, that's a great 
you know, this is, I have to commend you. This is the most honest question I've ever been asked on the radio. <laughs> it, just, it just seems that, that case. It's like winter time, kids go back to school, let's eat a bunch of crap. It's Halloween time, the whole thing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I just don't understand these things, sir. I don't understand that either. Um, you, if you find the answer, you let me know. <laughs> I will do so. You know, I give you a host. I give you a host of reasons. I think uh, <laughs> behind other stuff. That's right. You know, that's the answer. But um, you know, this is one of those problems that's just not going to go away. It's like, yeah, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. <laughs> I'll get to it. I'll get to it. That's right. Yeah, you know, it's like credit. It's you know, body fat is the credit card of the body. Pretty much. Pretty much. Our topic today, four vegetarian myths that have to die. Of course, uh, there's a lot to say with the vegetarians. The beef biz is steady on the rise. This is important, especially here in our broadcast home of Kansas, where all the bull recently sold at auction for $17,000. It is reported that in the U.S. we eat an average of about 195 pounds of meat annually. That's up about 57 pounds per year from the 1950s. should also be noted that we are generally healthier and living longer than we did back then. In contrast, according to the Vegetarian Times, I didn't know there was such a thing, 3.2% of Americans, about 7.3 million, are vegetarians. And while eating veggies is important, the jury is out on the comparable health stats. Yet they argue the morality and morality and mortality of eating beef on this issue. There's plenty of bull to go around, and we've got Aaron Sider with us today to talk about this. Not everything you've heard about eating red meat is true, and he's here to bust Four vegetarian myths, once and for all. What is the truth about meat and heart disease? My friend, jump in there and tell us about it. Oh, I love it. Well, meat does not cause heart disease. A 2004 study from the Harvard School of Public Health, you know, Harvard, looked at how fat intake versus arteriosclerosis, that's the hardening of the arteries, also known as heart disease, and they found that those eating the most polyunsaturated fats, like those found in nuts, seeds and vegetable oils had the worst outcome, meaning more likely to get arteriosclerosis than those eating the highest amount of saturated fat, like that found in beef, butter, and animals. And they found that, in fact, the more of that that you ate, the more likely you were to reverse heart disease. Why? Usually because those uh, foods correlate with a low-carb diet. There is even a type of fat called conjugated linoleic acid, or CLA, found in red meat that helps prevent cancer. Holy smokes. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you, you, you learn something new every time you listen to this show. We've got uh, Aaron Sider with us today. He joins us live, as he does each and every week around this time, to discuss some of the different issues of the day. Aaron's brand-new book, The New Diabetes Prescription, The Diet, Exercise, and Mindset Revolution, has five stars on the Amazon list and the information website. UltimateWeightLossRx.com is the comprehensive source on the subject. What is the truth between saturated fat and heart disease? Well, what we just covered was meat and heart disease. So now yes. Specifically, we got another study that looked just at, okay, let's look at the saturated fat aspect of it. And what they found is that saturated fat specifically does not cause heart disease. The American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, that's one of the big journals that researchers and scientists look to, looked at 21 different studies covering 350,000 people, and they found no association between saturated fat and heart disease. Further, they found that dietary cholesterol, 
does not have a huge effect on blood cholesterol, meaning you look at an egg, an egg is high in cholesterol, but if you eat it, it doesn't raise your overall cholesterol. Case in point, I got my uh, studies back on my own cholesterol, and it turns out that my good HDL is in the 60s. My triglycerides are still at a whopping 10 milligrams per deciliter, and my LDL cholesterol is sitting at 90. So this is basically my own blood cholesterol is uh, speaking to this effect. Holy smokes. Yeah. <laughs> Holy smokes. Aaron Sider with yeah. us today. He joins us live as he does each and every Friday. Aaron Sider is a former patient, certified trainer, nutritional consultant, and author of the New Diabetes Prescription. He successfully controlled his disease through diet, exercise, and mindset, and has become a food relationship expert. He's with us today talking about a great topic, which is four vegetarian myths that have to die. What are some of the benefits of saturated fat? Well, first, let's just all realize that breast milk is high in saturated fat. So it's a large part of our very first diet. You know, it's how nature basically invented how we were going to be fed. But in terms of, you know, ongoing after you're an infant, what are some of the benefits? First of all, it is the preferred fuel source for the heart. It has genetic regulators that can help prevent cancer. Remember, that's CLA. It's used to provide structure to the cells of all types, your lungs, your bone, your liver, your brain, etc. It's something known as the phospholipid bilayer. There's that word lipid, meaning fat. It helps uh, control that and regulate that. Yeah. It is required to absorb all your fat-soluble vitamins, which are vitamins A, D, E, and K. And it also helps you assimilate calcium. You know, milk, good for the bones, has high in calcium, also high in saturated fat. And it has antiviral, antimicrobial, and antibacterial agent. In other words, it helps you not get sick. <laughs> Fantastic. It's uh, Aaron Sider with us today. The new diabetes subscription is the book. The website, ultimateweightlossrx.com. Oh, okay, is not eating meat more ethical? Oh, this is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did some research on this one. It turns out, I mean, let's consider the opposite. Let's talk about eating more crops. Wheat, corn, and soy. Those are called monocrops because it's just when you're growing them, it's just a single crop that you can grow. That increases all three of these. They increase the rate of soil erosion. They decrease water and nutrient contents of the soil. And they essentially strip the earth of its ability to reproduce. Second of all, you look at cows, you know, the moos. We as humans, we can't digest grass. That's why we need cows. They consume the grass. They convert it into digestible fat and protein that we could either meet, eat from them as meat or, you know, have as the cow's milk. And the cow not only provides humans with essential protein and fat, but it ensures the health of the grass and soil by grazing and fertilizing it. So there's a beneficial relationship going on here. And finally, a shocking fact that I did not realize. But you know, soy milk, the opposite of cow milk. You know what goes into that? You know what goes into making all that soy occur? No. Slaughtering millions of rabbits, mice, moles, and snakes slaughtered every year to make enough soy milk. Really? Really. So I don't know that it's more ethical. You know, you you got to kill stuff either way. you got to slaughter, you know, a lot of soil if you're going to be going the other direction. Is it more ethical? Not necessarily. Hmm. Well, that's a hell of a deal. We've got uh, Aaron Sider with us today, joining us live here on the telephone. And uh, the final myth here, my friend, 
<laughs> this is this is a good one. We've got Aaron Snyder with us today. He joins us live. He's talking about the four vegetarian myths that have to die. The final one, where, uh, where can we basically get more information on how to do all this and, and, and fix our eating and make the good foods taste good, all that fun stuff? Where, where, where can we do it, my friend? Come on over to my website, ultimateweightlossrx.com, or you can just go to the diabetes version of it, newdiabetesrx.com. We've got a great example of free recipes, meal plans, and ideas for you each and every day, including exercises. We'll fix you right up. Awesome stuff, my friend. I'm looking forward to uh, chatting with you next week. Have yourself a wonderful, wonderful weekend. You do the same. Thank you, man. Aaron Snyder with us today. We're going to take a time out. And come back with Frank Savalto running behind, but we're going to make it work today. Incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. These guys are absolutely fantastic. Check out TasteBudsPopcorn.com. They have over 200-plus flavors of gourmet popcorn. They've made an exclusive view compode for listeners, Radio 10. It's going to give you 10% off and free shipping over $25. Please visit the website, TasteBudsPopcorn.com. Take advantage of the 200-plus flavors of gourmet popcorn. They have an exclusive coupon code for the listeners. Check out Radio 10. It's going to give you 10% off and free shipping over $25. Check it out today, TasteBudsPopcorn.com. That's T S. T-E-B-U-D-S-P-O-P-Z-O-R-N dot com. TasteBudsPopcorn.com Do you make knives by hand or know somebody that does? Then remember this web address, HandmadeKnifeClub.com Handmade Knife Club is a new service where you can sell your handmade knives for only 1% plus PayPal fees. Stop paying more to sell with other online marketplaces. Stop paying more to compete with makers of handmade jewelry and soap. If you make knives, then you need a marketplace to sell your knives that is just for you. List your handmade knives for sale on HandmadeKnifeClub.com and pay only 1% plus PayPal fees. And you pay nothing until your knives are sold. Check out HandmadeKnifeClub.com and list your handmade knives for sale today. HandmadeKnifeClub.com is veteran-owned and operated. That's HandmadeKnifeClub.com. Let's tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners, Transmedia Worldwide. Listen, do you have a dog or a cat? Get a free photo ID. Yes, free. No catch, no gimmick. Get two. 10, 100, in fact, get 1,000 if you want. Give them away as holiday gifts. Free! Email myservicedog at gmail.com or visit the GoFundMe page at gofundme.com slash S258D2H4. That's myservicedog at gmail.com. One word, myservicedog at gmail.com. Check out gofundme.com slash the letter S, the number 2, the number 5, the number 8, the letter D, the number 2, the letter H, the number 4. And tell them, you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. 
Let's tell you about a great new marketing partner of Trades Media Worldwide. Fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. Did we mention fantastic? Equity is raising 500,000 pounds. An investment on Crowdcube. Kindly join them now. Equity is 100 million high-growth UK-based asset management company with a mission to deliver great returns through responsible, sustainable investment practice in emerging markets led by veteran fund managers. Equity donates up to 25% of their fee revenue to support local entrepreneurs entrepreneurs and plans to be one billion dollar fund by 2019 check out crowdcube.com slash investment slash alquitty dash one nine zero nine two and tell them you heard about it here transmedia worldwide this is jason roberts with the wealth investors minute how do you trade a market that moves hundreds of points in a matter of minutes the answer is for most people You don't. You've heard me for a year saying, have your plan in place before the market sells off. There are so many factors that go into retirement planning that no generic answer would encompass everybody aside from this. If you are over 55, you need to protect your wealth in markets like this. If you are under 40, you need to use this kind of market whenever we see 10 or 20% sell-offs as a time to add to your portfolio. Every financial advisor says we invest for the long term. Let's face it, it's their way of getting around the fact that they were wrong. And if you are younger than 45, that's right. But if you are 55 or 60, you can't afford to take that stance. You have to protect what you have and invest when risk versus reward makes sense. Blue chip dividend paying stocks offer the most insulation to large price declines. But in bad markets, everything goes down. Invest wisely. This is Jason Roberts with the Wealth Investors Minute. One of 700 radio show hosts included in the book, Talk Radio Wants You. This is the Jaguar Radio Program. Coast to coast and border to border on iHeartRadio, TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, and 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. Join us live each and every day, 2 Central, 3 Central. 2 Central, 3 Central? I'm saying it so fast, I'm jumping all over myself. 2 Central, 3 Eastern. JiggyJaguar.com, forget it. It is the... Don't join us. Never listen to us ever again. We've got a great new marketing partner with us today. We're going to get to Frank Savalto here in a few moments. New Media Journal. The name of the game is D-Day. Eminent Assault. Played at a rapid pace. D-Day Imminent Assault drops you and up to five other players in the middle of World War II. You gather your soldiers and build up your resources in preparation for a head-to-head clash on land and on sea. Check out the Indiegogo link at Indiegogo.com slash projects slash D-Day-Imminent-Assault-Board-Game-X slash 11097025 hashtag Slash. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. We're going to get to Frank Savalto here, New Media Journal. We're going to see if uh, we can pull up Mr. Frank. We're going to call him on the old Skype-a-rooney. Yes, the Skype-a-rooney. I just made the meters go blah. You've reached 630. What? What? I just called him. There he is. Holy smokes. Mr. Jaguar. <laughs> How are you, sir? <laughs> what are you doing with your big bets? Well, I'm. I've, we've been talking about Trump today. We've been talking about this this thing in the the, the Speaker of the House. Uh, the, the, it's musical chairs over there now. Um, <laughs> what the, first of all, let, let, let's take the Speaker of the House thing. Yesterday, there was a, a lot of news. Uh, somebody quits at noon. They're like, ah, I'm not doing this. 
And everybody jumps all over it. Then by the time Michael Savage comes on, he's like, well, I'm hearing things about Wikipedia and divorces and, 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 and people cheating on each other. Oh, my God. What, 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 what is the real story here, Frank? Well, that that remains to be seen, and we may never know the real story because he didn't go for the speakership. Uh, I heard the same things that uh, that Savage was talking about, and there was a letter from a from a colleague in in North Carolina. His the person he was allegedly supposed to be having the affair with it was a congresswoman from North Carolina. Um, that a colleague from North Carolina had written a letter saying we have to make sure there's no skeletons in our closet. Now, is it legitimate? Don't know. Were they going to use it to smear the guy anyway? You bet. You know, <laughs> so that we will never know because the media is not going to jump into this, and it's going to go by the way of Alex Jones. People, you know, that that's where this story is going to <laughs> keep staying about. Well, he's always he's always got the document cam ready to go. <laughs> he, he does. He does. Now, the big thing here is is less why McCarthy decided not to go for the speakership, and and more the fact that it's literally opened up an opportunity for true reformers to actually capture yes. the speaker's gavel. Um, that said, when you look at the short list from from the from the establishment Republicans, Jason Chaffetz wasn't even on the list of the seven people long. Yes. You know, see that's that's the thing. It's like I was watching MSNBC the night before and uh they had three people that they were talking about and he really wasn't on the list. Yeah, I mean it's the uh, it's the old who song. It's a, a meet the new boss same as the old boss. All they did was push the likely guy out and everybody in that queue just moved up one rung. And the and in the bottom of the list they threw a couple tea party people in there, people who got like two or three votes last time just to say that they they were looking at everybody, which is such a disingenuous statement. I don't know where to begin. <laughs> Frank Zavalta with us today from New Media Journal. He joins us each and every Friday around this time to discuss some of the issues of the day, and he's kind of a media watcher, which is also, I, I, I love chatting with him about uh, some of the different things going on in the media. What do you make of uh, Cumulus Radio? They they restructured, they got rid of the Dickies. Um <laughs> Are guys like Sean Hannity vindicated now because the Dickies were like, we don't have any use for you, Hannity? Is, is, is he vindicated now? Is is, is that kind of where, where this is kind of headed? Or You know, the the reason that the Dickies are gone is because they, they weren't managing well and they weren't treating their talent well. That's that's Let's put that over here on, on one side. The reason, I mean, yeah, is, is Hannity vindicated? I suppose if you're talking about being vindicated in the in 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 whose whose stream is stronger type of thing, yes. But quite honestly, the the talk radio model that Sean Hannity has talk call in talk call in. Let's do the same talking points and and rabble rouse to the base. It's getting old, and and ratings are reflecting that. So were the Dickies all wrong? No. But were the Dickies were they willing to think outside the box and 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 look for different formulas to actually replace what's 
in place all over in Salem and Cumulus and, and everywhere else. No, they weren't willing to, to put skin in the game where something new is involved anyway. So, yeah, I guess Hannity is is vindicated. Uh, I guess the, the Dickies are out now. Uh, but the fact is, talk radio when it comes to politics, when it comes to social issues, they got to go a little bit more outside the box. I would, I would ask them to look at shows like yours. Oh, I don't know about that. Barry Farber, our good buddy, has been trying to get me on Talk Radio Network for a long time now. And I'm telling Barry, I'm like, everybody's leaving over there. That's not a good sign. Come on, come on. We'll get you, we'll get you a seven second delay and an Uber dump button. And there we fine. go. We've got Frank Savalto with us today, New Media Journal. He joins us live here on the telephone or actually on Skype. Um, t- tell us about what, what's going on over at the website. Well, you know, we've covered uh, the headlines today. Uh, you've, you've got uh, you had several U.S. officials looking at the, the verbiage of the Iranian deal and realizing that it can't be implemented, whether Mr. Obama wants it implemented or not, because it's against the law. Uh, there, there are provisions in there about the releasing of the money, uh, the, the frozen assets, that it simply can't be done because under the agreement certain corporations would be able to do direct business with Iran, and this is a loophole that Mr. Obama himself closed in 2010. So to, to honor this Iran deal is to undo a fix that Mr. Obama tried to fix with the corporations dealing with Iran in the first place. It, it doesn't work. It's it's illegal by statute. Uh, then we had uh, we look at the the fact that all of Mr. Obama's training stuff over in Syria, all of his all of his let's take five hundred million dollars and try to train three people to get out there on the battlefield. Well, he's even abandoned that. The five hundred dollars is a wash now because it just didn't work and oh well. I, I, I guess when you run trillion dollar deficits, five hundred million dollars here, five hundred million dollars there, who cares? <laughs> and, and then we go back to his hometown. Uh, former Chicago Public Schools chief is guilty of taking uh, bribes and redirecting $23 million worth of contracts. Now, you might be able to slough this one off if the students in Chicago were the top 1% across the nation, but they're not. So <laughs> you know, when you when you actually have school board, teachers union presidents and school board people grafting for contracts, there's something wrong there. <laughs> so that's that's what we're looking at in the headlines, uh, and the, and the big lead story is a a conference, a, a national education conference taking place in Baltimore uh, tomorrow, as a matter of fact, that is weighing heavy on interrupting whiteness in America's schools. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I, I I kid you not. Uh, they are going to be having uh, seminars about the dominance of white supremacy in society, white privilege, white domination of thought. Um, they want to decenter whiteness in, in our schools. They are blaming all of the woes on the public school system on white teachers and white students. You you realize that uh, if if this if if the, the the prints or the handouts get out for this, there'll be a white supremacist group that'll show up that are thinking, man, finally teaching a class we want to get involved in. They're going to be solely pissed. <laughs> you, you, you know, we, you, the invitation list evidently wasn't long enough for this for this conference. No, I get we we've come to such a racial divide in this country, and I'm going to lay the full blame of that on this administration and the progressive movement because they divide and conquer to win political points. Um, that this is what we're seeing. 
Yes. The, the, the thing, it's not that, it's not that little Johnny goes home and hangs with the gangbangers on the corner because that's what he wants to grow up to be. He wants to be a cool hip hop artist. So he's, he's going to go, you know, look into it a little bit and see what you got to be in order to get that boost. He's not home reading. He's not home no. doing his math. He's not no. doing his science. No, he's, he's doing something other than his homework. And the parents, well, they're out there trying to get little Johnny to be a hip hop artist too. So it's a, it's a bonding time with people, you know, so they're not helping the kids with the homework or making sure that their readings are making sure they're in bed in time to be awake in class either. No, nope. it's because of the white teachers and the white students. Well, in a, in, in a school district, like let's take Chicago in, in, in some of the major, the, the major, uh, districts there. Let's, let's go to New Orleans, some of the major districts there, Miami, New York, where most of the teachers are black and most of the kids are black or Hispanic. How how are poor scores there to blame on white teachers that don't exist there? Well, there is that. Well, yeah, it's just a little, <laughs> just a little thing. Well, Frank, uh, we, we've got to go, my friend. I will definitely be in touch with you next week. We've got Michael Murphy waiting in the wings. Frank, thanks for being with us, my friend. Anytime and always, Mister Jaguar. Thank you, sir. <laughs> We're gonna go to Michael Murphy here in a few moments. Hopefully, they dialed the phone for me. My new assistant today. We'll see what happens when we get back here on the World Famous. New GoFundMe campaign. Check it out today. Loathsome Bear with us today. It turns out that the head gasket has been damaged. They found out this when they noticed the coolant leaking from the engine. Turns out there's an oil leaking into the coolant. It's a major problem. If too much oil gets in the whole engine, could lock up. We need to help these folks out today on GoFundMe.com. Check out G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M slash T N. 4-M-S-K-B-G. That's right. It's an amazing, amazing new GoFundMe campaign at GoFundMe.com slash the letter T, the letter N, the number 4, the letter S-K-B-G. That's right. GoFundMe.com slash T-N-4-M-S-K-B-G. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. Fantastic, fantastic new stuff. It's a great GoFundMe campaign. The dream is to go to the United States. They've never been abroad. They've set up a campaign to help get some money and help raise the funds. Check it out today at GoFundMe.com slash Lynn's First Holiday. That's right. This comes from England. Lynn and Luis with us today. GoFundMe.com slash Lynn's Holiday. Oh, yeah. Her first holiday. Check it out today. Madeline and uh, she's never left the country. It's been her lifelong dream, too. She's always wanted to go get away, even as a child. But the parents have never been, basically had any interest of leaving the country. So check it out today at GoFundMe.com slash Linton's First Holiday. An amazing new piece of business at G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M slash L-Y-N-S-F-I. I-R-S-T-H-O-L-I-D-A-Y. That's GoFundMe.com slash Lens First Holiday. Now, this is an amazing, amazing new marketing partner with us today. To die for Mandy! Maybe the best premiering vampire play in Los Angeles! Dynamic director, charismatic characters, a cast and crew to kill for! An excellent formula for success. Who doesn't want to see vampires live? What's missing are the funds. We have made remarkable strides in the production with this bare minimum, and it is turning out to be an incredible show! Please assist in taking this opportunity to help lift this production to the next level and help support the actors and crew of 
of this monumental event. The performance will later be YouTubed. Thank you for your contribution at GoFundMe.com slash to die for Mandy. That's G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M slash T-O-D-I-E-F-O-R-M-A-N-D-Y and tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. If you don't tell them, then you gotta tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them. They left that in. Awesome. Brought to you by Jordan's Oh, it's just a crazy Friday. <laughs> We're hoping, I'm hoping to God Michael Murphy is on the other side of that phone. We're going to see what happens here. And uh, thanks for joining us today here on our broadcast. And if not, I will redial him much like I've done some of our other guests today. Let's see, is Michael Murphy from... Uh, MichaelMurphyBooks.com behind door number one. Michael, are you there? Hey. Holy smokes, there he is. <laughs> I was running over with Frank Zavalto and I told him, I said, just, just dial Murphy. He knows the gig. Get him on. <laughs> we'll go from there. Well, um, well, Michael, there is a lot going on, uh, in the news. There's a, the, first of all, what are your thoughts on this uh, Speaker of the House thing? The only thing I could think of yesterday when I, I was listening to the radio and that came, that came over as breaking news, I'm like, oh, I wish I could have Michael Murphy on today. <laughs> what, what, what are your thoughts on this whole thing with the Speaker of the House? Oh, I think that was awesome that Kevin uh, McCarthy bowed out. Um, it sounds to me like there's a power struggle trying to get another uh, establishment guy in there. I don't think it's going to play. I think they're going to. I think the uh, conservatives are going to stand strong, and I think they're going to force force uh, a, a capitulation of some sort. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I listened last night. Uh, Megan Kelly was not on, and she had a fill-in. Yeah. And uh, Tim Hill's camp are. Uh, our buddy, uh, our buddy congressman, <laughs> um, was on. Uh, he's the president of the Tea Party Caucus, and I listened to her. Uh, she had an establishment guy on there opposite him, and I listened to both of them gang up on him about how they're screwing everything up and making the Republicans look bad and everything like that. And he stood strong and said, "Hey, you know, pay attention. Uh, look who's leading in the presidential races." He says, we've got all non-establishment, non-Washington people are the ones that are leading. He says, that should tell you something. (laughs) 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 And I thought, hallelujah, Tim, way to go. (laughs) Now, uh, this, this, this brings us to our, to, to my next topic, which is Donald Trump is still there. Why, how long is he going to hang out? Because I don't look for him to really hang around to get the nomination or even have a shot at it. Is he just going to hang around till the beginning of the year? Is is he waiting around, or what are we doing? You know, he's peaked, and he's uh, uh, he's still leading, but he's not leading by as much. Uh, you know, it's uh, things are kind of uh, kind of coming home to roost a little bit. I think his little deal on eminent uh, domain the other day when he got asked about that. You know, spoke volumes about who Donald Trump really is. Yes. And people who believe he's a conservative. I, I mean, I'm, I'm amazed. I've got some very conservative friends that are all for Trump, and I'm going, hey, listen, this is just like what we had six and a half years ago, seven years ago, with a guy uh, that, uh, that that said things people wanted to hear, but when he got in there, it was a lot different. 
So, I th- you know, I'm, I think, you know, the, the wheels are coming off a little bit. It's it's slow. He's not going to have a big fall from grace, but, you know, I think he's never going to get above what he's got. Yeah. You know, so is that, en- is that enough to take him through? I, I don't think so. Because uh, there's other people kind of fall off. I mean, people that are supporting some of the others that are in there like that, as they kind of fall out, they're not, if they, if they like Trump, they'd already be there. Yeah. So they're going to go somewhere else. Well, who who does the uh, who does the Trump supporters go to if let's say tomorrow he he was like you know I've had fun with this we're done <laughs> and he and he's gone where, where where do the Trump supporters go to uh, are are they going to go to Ben Carson or I think they're going to go to Rubio and Cruz. Hmm. Okay. What? what how, how did you arrive at that assumption? Well, if they uh, were enamored with. Uh, uh, Fiorina and, uh, and Carson, they would be there now. And um, Rubio and Cruz are both well-spoken individuals, have a fair amount of experience outside of politics, and um, they uh, are as close to non-establishment as you can get because they're both, you know, first-termer uh, senators. Yeah. So they are not they are not the, the dyed-in-the-wool people like a McCain or a... Or a um, Lindsey Graham or somebody like that that's in there. So I think I think um, and they're and they're both you know fairly conservative. Cruz more so, but uh, I think we're going to see. I, I like the position that Cruz is in. Um, I think he's got a good ground game. He's got a lot of money. Um, I think he's I think he's got staying power. And as some of these other people play out, um, I think I think we're going to see some some rises from him. Well, and one thing that I that I like uh, as far as his whoever his campaign person is, or whoever this 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 campaign team is that he's got, they're they actually are uh, they're 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 doing a heck of a job because I was listening to uh, I think it was last was last week I believe it was Monday, uh, Talkers Magazine put out a big big thing about the fact that he was going to start buying a lot of radio time and he was buying it on all the big shows, and then then and then he said he was going to launch everything on Rush's show the next day, and it was so great because Rush is talking about uh, a story that involved him, and when he got done, he didn't go to break. He didn't do anything. He just went into a Ted Cruz ad. And I'm like, this is fantastic. How the... They must have spent a lot of cash because it seemed like it was just part of the show. So whoever's running this is, is doing a heck of a job. You know, I think he's got some good people in there. And you also notice he's the one person who hasn't responded in kind. He has not, He's never gone after Trump. Um, he's just. He just keeps giving his message. And um, and just and just kind of playing it like that, you know. And so, I think uh, I think that that uh, speaks volumes for, like you said, the, his character and whoever's running his campaign and stuff like that. I think it. Uh, I think in the long run, it's a winning strategy. He may not he may not win, you yeah. Know, but uh, he's going to be. I think he's going to be a major player uh, on into the into the into the next year. Well, Michael, uh, I appreciate you making time for us today, and uh, we'll talk to you next Friday. Have a good, have a good uh, Columbus Day weekend, my friend. Oh yes, I forgot. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Thank you, man. We'll talk next Friday. 
Michael Burby with us today. We're going to take a time out when we come back. Josh Bernstein on the way. It's a minute report for America. In the fractious climate that has always existed in the American body politic, there was at least one idea that most agreed on whatever their ideological orientation, the preeminence of the First Amendment. Aside from an occasional scuffle about pornography or national security-related information, the concept of freedom of speech, particularly political speech, seems sacrosanct. That has changed dramatically and there are serious causes for concern about the future. Legislation has been introduced in the U.S. Senate that would amend the Constitution to allow greater federal control over political speech expressed in donations. Forty-six Democrat senators led by Majority Leader Harry Reid are vigorously supporting the concept. While the idea may sound inviting to those who are concerned with the influence of money, the reality is that it would be used to ban books, pamphlets, and other expressions that a bureaucrat deems to be partisan and assisting one candidate or another. It would open up every expression of political speech to a review by a bureaucracy that would determine whether it had an influence in electoral matters. It would clearly end free speech as practiced by Americans since the founding of the country. This move threatens everything that Americans and the First Amendment have stood for. I'm Frank Fernuccio. Read more at usagovpolicy.com. Check out this incredible new GoFundMe campaign. Check it out today, gofundme.com slash Sienna King. Help take Sienna King, Las Vegas' premier rising country rock crossover star, into the studio and out on the road. Check it out today at G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M slash Sienna King. Sienna King has been on radio, TV, national publications, has been all over the place. Check it out today, G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M slash S-I-A-N-A-K-I-N-G. GoFundMe.com slash Sienna King and tell them you heard about it here. It's a great new GoFundMe campaign at GoFundMe.com. Slash Y72EN9KW. Waylon has an amazing, amazing story. Check it out today at G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M slash Y72ENKW. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. Let's tell you about them at Transmedia Worldwide. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. An amazing, amazing new marketing campaign. Cinderella, a new modern adult retelling of the classic by Max Sage. He's climbed up and stayed very close to the top of the Kindle romance within three weeks. Get yours now for 99 cents, limited time only, or read it for free on Kindle Unlimited. Oh, yeah, this is an amazing, amazing new book. We're not saying that this because the book is roamed between 500th and 250th since it's been out, and it's about 200th to 500th on the romance category. It's an amazing new piece of business. Check it out today. Great new author today, Max Sage. Check it out today at m.facebook.com slash author. That's right. It's an amazing new piece of business. Check it out today at m.facebook.com slash author. Tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. Check it out today. It's life.indiegogo.com. Search. Organic fertilizers for low-budget farmers. That's right. 
This is an amazing piece of business. Horzon Lee is with us today. He is attempting. Basically, it took a lot of courage for him to start this campaign. He's fueled by the need to create a means to an end. His community thrives on farming, but chemical fertilizers are what is dormantly used and compose to minimal extent whenever materials are available. The goal here is to construct adequate housing to keep about 4,000 rabbits that they would be collecting urine and dung on a daily basis. We will not be rearing these rabbits for meat. However, the funding will enable me to construct housing, purchase rabbits, feed, and pay one person to be on the farm in my absence. Currently, we have five mature rabbits. We've experimented with their urine and dung on my farm with tremendous success. Check it out today at life.indiegogo.com. Search organic fertilizers for low-budget farmers and tell them you heard about it here Transmedia Worldwide. Welcome to the Racing to Success Minute with Nadine Lajoie. Do you want to decrease your expenses? One of the ways is to sell first and adapt after. What I mean by that is you can pre-sell a book, you can pre-sell your product, and you build it after. So like that, you decrease your expenses and your cost. Think about the product you want to sell, you want to put on the market, but now it's six months or three months or two years that you are building and building the product or the project and you still didn't get any results, you didn't get any sale, but at the same time you have a lot of expenses. Just think the other way around. Hopefully you will be able to save money and build your product after you pre-sell them. My name is Nadine at NadineRacing.com Welcome to the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Call Jiggy right now. 267-22-Jiggy. He's realizing... Jiggy Jaguar is better than me. I'm totally serious about that, too. That will live forever from what Tyler Hollywood said one night on Doc Radio X. It will will live forever, and he has probably regretted it saying it ever since then. But uh, (laughs) we've got... We've got Josh Bernstein with us today. Of course, you see him each and every week. He's got an amazing uh, television program. He's also available on radio throughout the country. He's He is a busy, busy bee, so I appreciate him making some time for us today here on our broadcast. Of course, he's also a representative from AMAC, AMAC, and uh, Josh, there, there is a lot going on today. Give me your thoughts on this whole speaker situation. Well, I, I don't know. I, I think it's interesting that, um, you know, uh, Kevin McCarthy has, uh, has taken his name out of the running. Obviously, we know that there's been some rumors coming from, uh, you know, the Department of Homeland Security of all places saying that uh, they edited the Wikipedia of Renee Elmers, that uh, they were having an affair. I don't know if that's the reason he stepped down. There's also the fact that Walter Jones sent a letter to the House Republicans basically saying, hey, if there's any kind of scandals, if there's anything going on that we don't know about, then you might as well just drop out right now. So there may be a culmination of a couple of two or three of those elements uh, and obviously the gaffe on Hillary Clinton. So maybe that was the third strike that finally got him to realize that uh, he's not ready for the job, not cut out for the job, and that we need somebody else in that position. 
We've got uh, the fantastic Josh Bernstein joining us today here in our broadcast. And you see him on television each and every week. He is just picking up numbers like nobody's business. And uh, this Clinton-Obama situation, that there's been a lot of people the last couple of days that have said that if Joe Biden gets into this race, that uh, you will see a lot more of a, a tr- them trying to torpedo Hillary. Um, people don't seem to remember that, you know, President Obama, Hillary Clinton was the original person that said, "Hey, he's not from this country," and that is true. and that's the, and I think that's always stuck in his craw a little bit. Um, what, what do you think about all this stuff with with Clinton, Obama, and, and possibly Joe Biden now? Well, I think what you have to realize is that regardless of what happened in two thousand eight when they had their long slugfest for the nomination. Uh, when she became the Secretary of State, the administration knew that if they could put her in a position of power like that, and then she ends up having a horrible record, which obviously she, she does and did, that they could then ruin her career. So in other words, the Clintons that are supposed to be so smart, they were actually outsmarted by the Obamas, which I think is interesting. And let's not forget that Valerie Jarrett, absolutely hates and despises the Clintons, just as the Obamas do. And I believe that she was the leak on the email and the servers and everything else to the press, which allowed them to look into it. And then they can have plausible deniability by saying, oh, it's not us, it's all Hillary Clinton. So, again, this is a vindictive administration. Uh, we know that um, you know they have, been, they have their knives out, if you will, for the Clintons for the longest time. They had a nasty you know, battle in 2008, and uh, there's always that bad blood between the two families. So I look at it from a standpoint of they're going to stand by Joe Biden over Hillary Clinton. Now, what's interesting about Joe Biden is obviously he's got all these gaffes and he always says the wrong thing, you know, it seems like at the wrong time. But ultimately, if he jumps into the race, you're going to see a lot of major donors and super delegates switching over to Biden, but honestly, I don't think Biden's really going to have much traction, and the reason I say that is because what record can he possibly run on? He's got, you know, the, he's got the Obama administration record to run on, and the American people are not happy with it. Stein with us today. He joins us live here on the telephone, uh, 55 minutes after the hour, and uh, a lot of the, the strange, that there was, there's a strange headline on the Drudge Report today that we were talking about before we got on the air, kind of, uh, I guess, share that with our with our listening yeah. audience here. This is liberalism gone amok. Uh, basically, there's a, uh, a high school in Oregon. Oregon's been in the news, obviously, with Roseburg. But uh, high school in Oregon, um, the third-string quarterback got in trouble. Forget this. You ready? Positioning himself... Behind the center, so the center can hike him the ball, okay? <laughs> he got in trouble for inappropriate touching. So I think what's going to happen here is that eventually it'll get to the NFL, and the NFL is just going to have to ban under center quarterback to center uh, exchanges, and it'll be the shotgun league from now on. <laughs> so, so, So essentially they have decided, Josh, to take... 
my strategy of Madden football and Tecmo Bowl back in the day, and they're going to basically make it the norm. I don't know, man. With political correctness the way it is right now, I, I can see them you know, mandating that you can only be in the shotgun position from now on. It's just ridiculous. Uh, look, I mean, unless he leaned over and blew kisses in his helmet in his ear, I mean, I don't know all the details of the story, but what it sounds like, all it really was, was a quarterback-to-center exchange. So, you know, they've been doing that since the 1900s or whenever football first came around, the 1920s. So I just think it's just ridiculous. I don't know, again, all the details, but from what I read and what I understand, it was simply a center to quarterback exchange. So there you go. <laughs> now uh, uh, you give, give us a preview of what you got coming up on the radio and TV platforms this week. Well, actually tonight um, you can go to StarWorldWideNetworks.com, StarWorldWideNetworks.com at 6 o'clock. Pacific Standard Time, and uh, the television show tonight will be featuring um, constitutional attorney Chris Ann Hall, and we will be discussing in detail and in depth the newest UN grab that the Obama administration is trying to implement, which is known as the Safe Cities Network, in which basically the United Nations will be working in concert with American police forces. Uh, on a global scale and actually overseeing and superseding in some respects local police departments in at least five or six large cities. This is an initiative that Loretta Lynch, uh, Eric Holder's little sister, has been talking about. She just announced it at the United Nations, and people need to be absolutely frightened and scared and worried about something like this. So we're going to expose it tonight. We're also going to expose more of the globalist agenda through the Trans-Pacific Partnership. There'll be good, great, and in-content detail on that as well. And you can go to StarWorldWideNetworks.com at 6 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You can also go to my website, JoshBernsteinPoliticalWriter.com. Again, JoshBernsteinPoliticalWriter.com. You can also find me on YouTube, all over Google, pretty much everywhere. And let's not forget, I'm also... Happy to be a spokesman for the great group AMAC.US, the Association of Mature American Citizens. We're the conservative alternative to groups out there like AARP. You can go to www.amac.us, amac.us, or call 1-888-262-2006, 1-888-262-2006. Well, good stuff, my friend. I'm looking forward to it, and uh, we will talk to you next week. Thank you, man. All right. Hey, have a great weekend. Appreciate it, brother. Happy Columbus Day. We've got Mark Davis coming up here in a few moments. It's going to be fast. It's going to be furious. It's the world-famous
An incredible new Indiegogo campaign, Cupcake Soap. You're almost going to want to eat it. Check it out today. It's Indiegogo.com. The irresistible and cute bath butter cupcake smells so deliciously of watermelon candy. Check it out today. It is an amazing Indiegogo campaign at I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O.com. Search Cupcake Soap. You're almost going to want to eat it. Check out Indiegogo.com today. Great new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide to die for Mandy. Maybe the best premiering vampire play in Los Angeles. A dynamic director, charismatic characters, a casted crew to kill for. An excellent formula for success. Who doesn't want to see vampires live? What's missing are the funds. We have made remarkable strides in the production with the bare minimum, and it is turning out to be an incredible show. Check us out today. Please assist in taking the opportunity to help this production to the next. We're going to tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. And if we don't tell them and you don't tell them, then they're not going to get told about it. So check out trulybook.webly.com. Brand new book has a group, Truly Dual Zaga. It's an amazing piece of business at trulybook.webly.com. That's T-R-U-L-Y-B-O-O-K dot W-E-E-B-L-Y dot C-O-M slash. Tell them trulybook.webly.com and tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. Let's tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners right now before we get back into it here on the radio program. Kickstarter.com. That's right, Kickstarter.com is a brand new website with Lorux Wear, the hooded sweatshirt for urban riders. Lorux is a new brand for cyclers focused to bring casual design to your daily habits. Hoodie and t-shirt are start-up products. Oh yeah, Lorux Wear. It's doing its thing. You need to check out Kickstarter.com. Search L-E-R-O-U-X wear the hooded sweatshirt for urban riders. Kickstarter.com and tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. You tell them, and if you don't tell them, then I've got to tell them. This is the Risk Takers from Entrepreneurs Club Radio. Arlene Kanin is a serial entrepreneur. She just started her fifth company. This high-energy lady was always itching to at least get a job maybe even start a business, but her husband felt she should stay home with the children. One day he came home and saw Arlene's huge pile of books, and he blurted, What's this all about? 
She replied, I'm either going to read all the books in the library or I'm going to start a business. Her husband didn't believe it, but Arlene persisted and said, watch me. She has since started and successfully operated five companies. Her secret to success? She believes in the old-fashioned virtue of good customer service and complete focus on the mission. Oh, we forgot to tell you, Arlene started her latest business at the ripe young age of 95. It's never too late. Just watch me. Thanks for tuning in to Jiggy Jaguar 24-7. Brought to you by Jordan's Juice Barbecue Sauce. Juice it up with Jordan's online at jordansjuice.com. Welcome back to our big broadcast, coast to coast and motor to motor on TuneIn, iTunes, and Radio Loyalty. That's right. Radio Loyalty. You show us Radio Loyalty by being with us each and every day. And also thanks to our great sponsors today here on our big broadcast. We have a tremendous new marketing partner with us today. The name of the game is D-Day Eminent Assault. Played at a rapid pace, D-Day Imminent Assault drops you and up to five other players in the middle of World War II. You gather your soldiers, you build your resources in preparation for a head-to-head clash on land and on sea. Check it out on Indiegogo.com. That's I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O.com. Search D-Day Imminent Assault and tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia World wide we've got the fantastic mark davis with us today he joins us each and every friday and mark there is a uh, a lot going on with this uh speakership tell me a little bit about your thoughts and some of the different things going on there well since john Boehner uh, ended his resignation for october 31st and his resignation from congress there's been infighting within the republican party who should be the next speaker mccarthy's pulled back he was He's the uh, majority leader in the House of Representatives. He doesn't want the job. It's a very uh, extraordinary job to have in the sense that you have to balance everybody's wishes to get forward with the motivation to get legislation enforced. So Boehner was in the middle and was being pulled from both sides, but he ended up being uh, a Republican in name only and sided with Obama on most cases. The debt under, under Boehner went up $4.4 trillion dollars over the period of time he's been speaker. But he, he's not been very effective as a speaker of the House. Paul Ryan is vying for this right now, and a number of others. Trey Gowdy doesn't want it. He would be an excellent speaker, but apparently he doesn't want to go forth with it. And anybody who puts their name in is going to be put under a microscope. So if they have any scandals going on, they better, better hide them real quick. We had two other speakers who uh, left early on, including Newt Gingrich, who was having affairs. So... Uh, we have a problem here. Remember, he's second in line to speaker. He or she second in line to the president uh, in case something happens to Obama or Biden, so, uh, which would be very sorrowful, of course. So I, I don't know what's going to happen right now. We do know you need 218 votes to get to become speaker, and there's just not a, that much support for anybody uh, so far that's come forth. We've got uh, the... We've got the great Mark Davis with us today. He joins us live each and every Friday around this time to discuss some of the issues of the day. Uh, another big issue that has happened this week is the uh, this whole thing with Hillary. There's a rumor now that Joe Biden may get into the race as part of an yeah. Obama legacy. Uh, break that down for me. There's two elements here. Biden, Biden uh, his son, before his, uh, his son passed, wanted him to get into the race for the president. Biden is very hesitant. He would have gotten in so far. Uh, 
it would be a, a good candidate for the Democrats because he would have the backing of Obama. But on the other hand, I, he has a lot of baggage on him in terms of legislation he supported over the many years he was in the Senate. So that's one, one piece of it. The other piece of it, till we had more than one server, many these many servers were serviced by a company who literally, literally is pleading the Fifth Amendment and don't want to speak about it, at least on the record, out in the open, about what they did for her in terms of the server. Now, the uh, FBI has found more, has been able to recreate some of the emails that she claims to have erased. She jokes about it on varying night shows like Saturday Night Live and so forth. But it's a very serious. One group uh, on the Internet saying that she may be hooking up with a criminal lawyer. I don't know that for a fact, but I don't know if that's true right now. Her support is weighing greatly. Bernie Sanders is moving forward, uh, and some of the lesser candidates are coming in, into the picture as well. And if Biden jumps into the race, her chances of becoming president are diminished greatly. Now her, her like, uh, in terms of the polls, is way down in the, in the 40s, where it was in the 60s and 70s, not three or four months ago. So Hillary has a lot of problems. We don't see her husband doing much, but he, he's being more vocal in more recent times. So I, apparently she's told him to stay back and not speak on this subject. Another issue we should bring up, Obamacare, the full force of Obamacare will be in effect by 2016 for employers. Uh, insurance rates are going to go up double digits, so will deductibles and co-payments. So I, I tell people, be careful right now what kind of insurance policy you pick, because you may see uh, massive increases in your policies. I'm the guy that wrote the book on Obamacare's dead on arrival. And I can tell you, there's a lot of stuff in there, uh, in this Obamacare, that you've yet to see that you will not like, and it would take a long show to, to uh, bring it forward. So if you mm. take a look at the book and the literature online, you'll see that uh, Obamacare is not for you, in most cases. We've got uh, Mark Davis with us today. He joins us live here on the telephone, as he does each and every Friday, talking a little bit about some of the different current events and current issues out there. Um, how long do you think Donald Trump's going to hang around there, Mark? Uh, right now, he looks like he's surviving pretty well. Uh, I know Fox is trying to denigrate his chances very greatly. Uh, either subliminally or overtly, they've been trying to destroy his candidacy, not only Fox, the rest of them, they've called him anything from clown to a, a, just a dumb guy uh, who's just in it for the uh, publicity. I don't believe that's the case. I believe he's tenacious. Uh, he's been unyielding so far. He's pulled crowds into arenas, into the tens of thousands. He doesn't look like he's going away. The conservatives, the, the deep conservative base, does not want him in there. He's, that's what they call a real politician. Because real politicians so-called lie about everything. Donald was upfront what he would do, and he would do it. He would keep his word. I mean, he's kept his word on so many other things. The other thing is, he's a decent guy. He has a good family, uh, and, and he takes care of people around him. And a lot of that's not being reported. I understand his wife's going to come out now and start pushing for him as well. Very beautiful woman in her mid-40s uh, who's going to be helping him. And his, and his first wife, uh, Ivana, she's all for him becoming president as well. And if there was any animosity about him out there, it would be coming from his first wife. So that's not out there as well. But I think Trump's going to stay around. I think he's a powerful force to be reckoned with. And I think Hillary should duck because uh, Trump's coming her way. 
We've got the fantastic Mark Davis with us today. 13 minutes after the hour, we're going to be chatting with uh, a great guest here in a few moments, Keith Eiton. And uh, then wrapping up today, we'll be talking to United States Justice Foundation, uh, Michael Connolly. But before we go, Mark, how's the book doing? Books are coming along real well, real well. I should have something out hopefully by early next year. And people like the book very much, and it delves into political uh political mess that's going on in uh, Washington right now. Untitled yet, but it'll be a bang-up book, and I think people will like it. Fantastic stuff. I appreciate you being with us, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, man. Appreciate it, Mark. We'll talk next week. Mark Davis with us today. Keith Eiton on the way. Incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. An amazing, amazing new book is available. It's The Dragon Ring. It's an epic fantasy. It's young adult, and it's available on Amazon, BNN, Smashwords, and Kobo. On sale now for 99 cents. Check it out today. The coming of age epic fantasy occurs at the twilight of primal beings and the emergence of man, wizards, witches, elves, dwarves, trolls, orgs, orcs, dragons, and new fantastic creatures still interact with man in this classic struggle between good and evil. The series spans the life of the protologist, Sexathor. Through the rise of the Empire, check it out today, the Dragon Ring. It's available from C. Craig Coleman, amazing new author. Amazon, BNN, Smashwords, and Kobo, on sale now for 99 cents. Look for C. Craig Coleman's The Dragon Ring on Amazon.com. Welcome to the Unlock Your Wealth Update. Here's Heather Wagonhalls. Your wallet is your security blanket. However, there's no need to pack your entire life savings with you every time you leave the house. If your wallet is bulging, causing backache from the added weight in your purse, then it's time to downsize and prioritize what's inside. Here are the top things you will always want to have with you. First, your main form of ID. Always carry your driver's license or photo ID in case of an emergency or if you come into a situation where you must identify yourself. Second, small cash. Have a little cash in your wallet can help when you come across a cash-only purchase or need a few extra bucks to leave a tip. Business cards. If you're a businessman or woman, this is critical as your next client might be checking out in the same line at the grocery store. And finally, your health insurance card. Carrying this card will help you in case of medical emergencies and doctor's appointments. For more great resources to help you create unlimited wealth and happiness, visit our website at crackingyourmoneycode.com. I'm Heather Wagonhals. Now go out and unlock your wealth today. The Jiggy Jaguar radio program is back on the network. Fast and furious, it is the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. Coast-to-coast, border-to-border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, and Stitcher. Fantastic stuff today. Uh, My thanks to Mark Davis, who we just talked to a few moments ago. If you missed his interview or you came in late, you can always download it off our website at JiggyJaguar.com. Also, 20-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. And our good friends on iHeartRadio. We've got a great guest with us on the line. Keith Eiton is with us. And uh, Keith, how are you, my friend? I'm okay. How are you doing today? Pretty good, actually. Give us a little bit on your background here. Tell us a little bit about your background. Well, um, 
My name's Keith. I'm an African-American pastor, and I'm also what people may call a prepper. I'm one of those people that, you know, prepares for the future of any type of bad worst-case scenario, whether it's economic collapse, EMP, uh, knocking out our solar grid and we lose electricity, or just we go to war with Russia. <laughs> Now, um, there, there is, there is a lot going on here, um, in, in, in and around, uh, this, this whole thing. Um, tell us a little bit about some of your news and views on, on some of the different things that are going on this week. Well, we could go with this, this, this week. Um, the recent stuff with Russia. All right, everybody, we're so brainwashed in the mainstream media, we think it's just, oh, yeah. The, those big bad Russians, they're over there interfering with uh, Syria and all that stuff. People don't realize that our relationship, the United States' relationship with Syria, it's really, really bad right now. And there has been uh, threats uh, given by both countries. And what's happened lately, in the past couple of years, there's been numerous pastors who've been getting uh, visions and dreams of a war happening with Russia. And I'm one of those pastors where I've been given the same dream. And it's kind of freaky when a bunch of guys you don't know from around the world and around the country, they're all saying, hey, dude, I had the same dream, man, of the Russians doing a sneak attack on the United States. Wow. Wow. <laughs> break, break, break it down a little bit more for us there, there, my friend. What was some of the different things that you saw? Well, as for me, I was given a divine dream. Now, let me just preface this. Uh, a lot of people who don't understand it, uh, dreams and visions is something, it's a gift given by God. It's also in the Bible. It's biblical, Acts chapter 2, or Joel chapter 2. You can read it yourself. But um, I was given one uh, some while, a while back. I was actually going to go move from North Carolina back to Miami, Florida for a job. And naturally, I decided to pray about it. I said, you know, God, I want to make sure I'm making the right decision before I go back there to take this job. And I was given a pretty wild dream that night. I was in Miami, Florida, right there next to Miami International Airport, and I used to live in that area, and I seen uh, some American Airlines planes flying into Miami International Airport, but as I looked closer at the planes, they were all Russian bombers disguised as American Airlines planes, and they came in there and basically uh, lit the place up. Now, some people might say, okay, you might have had a lot of spicy food, Pastor, but then uh, speaking to some other pastors that I've met from South Carolina, Virginia, Georgia, other places, and these pastors of all different creeds and colors, they've had the same reoccurring dream. One particular pastor I know, he had a vision of the Russians doing a sneak attack on our naval base over in Virginia, by Virginia Beach. And this uh, attack will make uh, Pearl Harbor look like a picnic compared to what the Russians will do. So as I look at things right now politically, what's going on with the Russian and all the saber rattling, I'm in constant prayer because I'm asking God that, hey, you know what, God, if this is so, please give us more time for us to get our act together. And that's basically what it is when you're dealing with God. He gives you warnings, and he gives countries and nations a chance to turn things around and to shape up a little bit, or he just allows it to happen. We've got a great guest with us today. Keith Eiton joins us. He's got a great book. It's called The Prepper and the Preacher. And he's with us today here on the telephone. And um, this this whole thing with Russia will attack the U.S. by air. It seems pastors around the country are having the same dream, and they've had it for several years now. Um, 
have you chatted with with any of these folks to kind of have them explain to you what what the hell's going on here? Well, I've chatted with uh, some of these pastors. Some of them I met. Some of them have reached out to me since the book came out. Uh, funny enough, after the book came out, uh, a pastor uh, in North Carolina he he approaches me. He says to me, "You know what?" Uh, he says, Pastor, I thought I was really losing my mind, but he said, uh, some years ago I had a dream. I was sitting in an airplane, and I saw Russian soldiers pulling out all the seats of this passenger plane, and they were installing bombs in there. And when I woke up, I was like, what kind of dream was that? It made no sense to me. But after reading my, reading my book, he says, oh, my gosh, now I know what it means. So, you know, this type of stuff is happening at an alarming rate. There's actually some pastor out in India. I can't remember his uh, name, but he's friends with uh, Neville Johnson. And uh, this pastor, he actually seen the same dream, and he's all the way in India. So it comes to a point where, you know, we see this type of stuff in some of these dr- dramas and sci-fi movies. I think that movie uh, Nicolas Cage had, I uh, might have been called The Knowing, I'm not sure. Yeah. We see these type of things where everybody has the same dream before the event actually happens. And like I said, I don't... I'm, I'm praying for a mercy that this stuff doesn't happen. It's, not, it's nothing I look forward to, but, you know, at the same sense, I understand, you know, hey, America, we've had a pretty wild ride, and we're one of those countries that we, we kind of look just like ancient Rome and ancient Israel. We follow in the same pattern where, you know, we get pretty wild and crazy, we lose our moral compass, and then God pretty much has to allow things to happen for us to change. We've got a great guest with us today. We're going to take a quick time out here with Keith. And uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about his great new book, The Prepper and the Preacher. We're going to take a time out here with Keith. Brief time out. Coming back with more here on the big broadcast. Incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. An amazing, amazing new book is available. It's The Dragon Ring. It's an epic fantasy. It's young adult, and it's available on Amazon, BNN, Smashwords, and Kobo. On sale now for 99 cents. Check it out today. The coming of age epic fantasy occurs at the twilight of primal beings and the emergence of man, wizards, witches, elves, dwarves, trolls, orgs, orcs, dragons, and new fantastic creatures still interact with man in this classic struggle between good and evil. The series spans the life of the protologist, Sexathor. Through the rise of the Empire, check it out today, the Dragon Ring. It's available from C. Craig Coleman, amazing new author. Amazon, BNN, Smashwords, and Kobo, on sale now for 99 cents. Look for C. Craig Coleman's The Dragon Ring on Amazon.com. This is Chris Markowski, your watchdog on Wall Street, and this is your watchdog on Wall Street Money Minute. Hillary Clinton has put forth a proposal to supposedly break up the big banks. She wants to impose a fee that would... Well, if a bank is too big and it's too risky and hard to manage, um, they would then impose the fee and then they would have to break up. Um, uh, you believe that one? You believe that one? I got a bridge uh, I want to sell you that connects um, Manhattan and, and Brooklyn. Um, it's the biggest bunch of bunk going. What do you mean? Uh, these banks are st- stronger, bigger, more powerful than they ever have been. 
If you're going to break them up, break them up. What this is going to end up doing is hurting more of the mid-sized and smaller banks that can't deal with all the burdensome regulations that have been put forward. I mean, honestly, people, this is something new. Why don't you just go back? How difficult is it to go back and just say, hey, you know what? That Graham Leach Bliley, we're getting rid of that. We're going to go back to Glass-Steagall. Now nah, you can't because you won't and you don't want to. It's all smoke and mirrors. Watchdogonwallstreet.com. The Dick Jaguar Radio Program is back on the network. Welcome back to our big broadcast, Coast to Coast and Border to Border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, and of course Stitcher. 20 plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world and iHeartRadio. Keith Eitan is going to be with us back here in a few moments. We're going to be talking about his Brother Keith's brand new book, The Prepper and the Preacher. But before we do that, let's tell you about our great new marketing partner for this segment here on Transmedia Worldwide. Yes, indeed, Z-Rest idea is that all consumers, restaurants, can easily manage their stock of goods through special software. Thus, they could make their menus, fill them with recipes, and order from the best providers directly and only by one program. Help the perfect project come about. Z-Rests to raise funds for the implementation of the project. The project site is located at Indiegogo.com. Search Z-R-E-S-T-S or go to igg.me slash A-T slash Z-R-E-S-T-S and tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. We've got Keith Eitan with us today. Now tell us a little bit about this book. Why did you decide to write this book and, and who's the target demographic here? Um, good question. The target dem- demographic is, first of all, the people in the preparedness community, because there's a lot of people out there, they're prepping, but they don't have the right um, spiritual direction. They're going around, you know, some of these preppers you see on TV, they got all these guns and bullets and bombs and all this stuff and food stored away. Now, don't get me wrong, I have nothing against feeding yourself or defending yourself, but I want to let people know that you're going to have to tune into the supernatural element of God. You know, for, through all these emergency situations in the world, God can always get you through these situations, whether it is a war or an economic collapse or a famine or whatever. If you've got a relationship with God, you can get through it. And I give stories on stories on stories of people who've been in some pretty diverse situations where a supernatural hand has helped them out and pretty much saved their life. And that's what, I'm, that's what this book is all about. I'm just giving people honesty, saying, hey, yes, things are going to get bad in America, but the good side is if you have a relationship with God, guess what? It ain't going to be as bad for you as it's going to be for somebody else who doesn't care to know anything about God. We've got a uh, great guest with us today joining us on the telephone, Keith Eiton. He is the man, and uh, we wanted to get him on today to talk about his book. Now, um, with, with this book, what do you want readers to take away from your writing? Well, I wanted to take away, number one, that first we got to start storing up a little bit of food and water for emergencies. Do that. That's at the top agenda right now. Just do it. Don't care what your family or friends may say about you. Just do it now. Hey, when Noah was building the ark, I'm pretty sure all his neighbors laughed at him. But guess what? When the world water came, it wasn't that funny then. So start now. And then number two, of course, build that relationship with God now. You know, start by reading and praying. Get into it, get into it, see what's going on with, with what the Lord is telling you. And, of course, number three, I want to build people's faith and understanding in the supernatural element of God, how he can really help you in those those troubling times. I mean, I've got stories of people literally walking into a, a hospital zone. They refuse help because they're mortally wounded, and then, sure enough, they go somewhere else, and they get supernaturally healed. 
So, you know, this is the type of stuff I want people to really understand and take away that, hey, what if you get a gunshot wound? Well, guess what? If God wants, he can heal you. What if, you know, you're going through a financial difficulty and you're about to lose your home? Well, maybe God is setting you up for something even bigger. But, you know, these are things we've got to learn to trust God and not just talk about it. Just do it. We've got Keith Eiton with us today. He joins us live here on the telephone. Fantastic, fantastic guest. And, he, and uh, this this book is incredibly well written. Tell me about the writing process for this great book. I didn't hear that last part. Okay. Tell, tell us about the writing process for this great book, Keith. Okay, here. Uh-oh. The writing process. Well, I can tell you this much. I was on a period of fasting because uh, some, some, some Christians do it, some don't. I tell people that's where the supernatural power is. That's how you get God's attention. When you put down the, the steak and cheese uh, and the pizza and the fried chicken, when you put it down and say, okay, God, what are you really telling me? And you don't eat for a little while. He starts downloading all this information on you. And that's pretty much what happened to me. I put down the burgers for a while. I just stayed on a liquid diet. And he really started giving me all the information to put together for this book. And it, it, the response has been overwhelming. I mean, I'm getting... Uh, emails and calls from all over the world, people who are, like, really checking it out and reading and saying, hey, man, you know, I either had a similar vision or, you know what, I think uh, I do some, see some rough days coming to America, you know. We're kind of, we've been sitting high on the hogs for quite a long time. It's, it's about time we get knocked off a little bit. <laughs> and, hey, I'm not saying it from an, an unpatriotic uh, feeling. You know, this country has been good to me and my family. My family, we um, immigrated to this country legally, I might add. We came in and you know this country has been good to us but you know at the end of the day we're no we're no different than ancient rome or ancient israel you know we, we had our big day in the sun and now we have to do our little decline we've got a uh, great guest with us today keith eiton joins us 31 minutes after the hour and uh we're talking about his incredible incredible new book you can pick up brother keith's book the prepper and the preacher on amazon we'll have a link to it on our website at jiggyjaguar.com how does your book and some of the some of the experiences in the book parallel your life and how is it different well, there's some parts in it where it's actually some parts that are out of my life, literally. Uh, the one part where uh, I gave an example of meeting an actual angel. Um, some people don't believe in that stuff, but when you're sitting in the presence of a real-life angel, you'll never forget it. It's quite, um, let's just say, quite humbling. Um, you know, that happened at a particular point during that spiritual fast I told you I was on, of eating no food, and God was downloading me, telling me, uh, give me information on how to write this book. Um, also, there, you know... There's experiences of some of my personal friends in there. I have one friend of mine, he was in an explosion, uh, and when the explosion went off, this happened in Africa, it blew open his intestines, and he literally went to the hospital. They told him, um, we can't do anything for you, you're basically going to die. So he went to another hospital, they said, okay, uh, maybe, maybe we can save you, we don't know, we're going to have to amputate your arm and your leg before we do anything to you. And he refused that, so he went to another hospital, and at that hospital, they basically uh, wrote him off for dead, and God supernaturally kept him alive, and he's, today he's 100% healthy and whole and didn't get any parts amputated. And, and think about that. To have your intestines hanging out for two to three weeks in Africa, you're normally going to be a dead man. I mean, Africa has a lot of germs and bugs. Let's just be honest here, okay? So for, for anybody to survive that, you know, that's a miracle. Nothing short of a miracle. We've got Keith Eiton joining us today. Uh, can you summarize the book in just a few sentences for us? Well, summarize it in a few sentences. Here we go. Look, if you're one of those people that you're worried about the future and you're saying to yourself, oh, my gosh, 
uh, look at our economy. Okay, what if the Russians do this? Okay, uh, what if we have uh, Adolf Hitler become our president? You know, if you have all these different woes and worries, and you're looking at your particular country, your neighborhood, and you're thinking things are going downhill, well, guess what? Things may be going downhill a bit, but you got to build the relationship with God. You do that, guess what? Things are going to be much better off for you in the long run. And that's basically the concept of this book. Yes, I'm a prepper. I support putting away food and water and stuff like that and helping out your neighbors when emergencies come. But you also have to build the relationship with God. Know him now. So guess what? If you know him now, he'll know you later. Simple as that. The fantastic, fantastic uh, Keith Eiton joining us today, 34 minutes after the hour. What's the overall theme of the book? Well, right now, our biggest theme is the prepper and the preacher. I'm showing people you've got to know, get dig in on the spiritual side, as well as prepare, prepare, prepare. Um, I had some people ask me questions of, like, what... What do you think can happen in this country? Obviously, war, I told about that. That's on top of the agenda. But people don't understand there's other aspects of war. There's financial war. That's what's going on in our economy right now. When we print all this currency and another country, they print up the currency and they try to bounce things out. It messes with our currency. Next thing you know, we're going to the supermarket to buy a gallon of milk. We're spending 7 $8 for a gallon of milk, but we haven't figured out why. That's economic war. So wars happen in different fronts. It's not just bombs and bullets. There's other ways of waging wars on nations. Another way is cutting off the electricity. That's called electromagnetic pulse. That's the technology. It's real. Our enemies have it. The Iranians, they are mass. They're trying to practice it. And even a small nation, if they get an EMP weapon, they can knock at our electrical grid. And just think about it. If our electricity goes off in the United States, think of all the people that's going to go nuts because they can't get ice cream out the freezer. Um, that's a bad joke, but it actually could get really bad overnight. And, you know, these are things that I want people to really just look at the reality of how fragile our situation is in America, but in the same sense, build a relationship on the spiritual side. Get to know God now that when, if some of these things ever happen, you can have that supernatural help on your side. I've seen too many people go through some, some really bad situations, and then God supernaturally steps in and then just helps them out, and it's just a total miracle. We've got uh, Keith Eiton joining us today, 36 minutes after the hour. He joins us live here on the telephone. Who do you envision to be the potential readers for this great book? i say that one more time. Uh, potential readers. Uh, who do you envision as the potential readers for this great book? Well... Hopefully you, but besides you, <laughs> I, I envision people of the preparedness community, um, as well as African Americans in our in our country. I like to wake them up. I want the Latinos definitely to, to read it because you know a lot of the minorities out there sometimes they feel that you know they shouldn't be prepping that it's a thing that only Caucasians do. And I said absolute nonsense. I've met preppers of every color and creed walking around this country. So there's nothing wrong with being prepared. I mean, hey, if you live in South Florida, you're a prepper by default because you most of the people in South Florida, they have a, a generator, they have water, they have batteries and flashlights stored away in case that hurricane comes. Well, guess what? There's a bigger hurricane coming to the United States, so why don't you just get prepared? Have some provisions for the side to help you and your neighbors out. That's what this is all about. We've got Keith Eiton joining us today here in our broadcast, 37 minutes after the hour. Um, what makes your book different from others like it in the marketplace? 
Ah, there's the million dollar question. You know, I was just approached by a publisher the other day. They wanted to give me a book deal. And they basically hit it on the head. They said, look, first of all, you're an African-American. There's not many African-Americans saying the things that you're saying. I mean, you turn on the TV, you'll see Al Sharpton or Jesse Jackson. They're busy race baiting or doing something like that. Where you'll find a guy like me, I'm telling people, look, hey, God loves you, but he's going to have to deal with this country to fix it up. So we better get ready now for this roller coaster ride. It's about to get rough. And people, some people can receive it, some people don't. They don't want to hear that stuff. But I just want to deal with reality and tell people the truth. I want people to really dig, dig in, get to know God now, and also to be prepared for whatever calamity comes over the horizon. They can have a little sense of preparedness. Even if you have a Band-Aid kit in your, in your, in your uh, bathroom, hey, having a Band-Aid and a first aid kit, that can help you out if you get a cut rather than just having nothing, you know, because there may be a time where the hospital is overrun. You can't get into the hospital. There may be a time where Walmart shelves are swiped clean and there's no food. So why not be prepared and be ahead of the game? Keith Eiton joining us today, 38 minutes after the hour. What's the message you'd like readers to get from this book? This biggest message, like I, I tapped on before, be prepared physically and spiritually. I really want readers just to get that message, like get it deep into their insides and their core. Be prepared physically and spiritually. I mean, obviously, if you're going to uh, run a marathon, you'd be training and all that before you do that 26-mile marathon. Well, guess what? The same rules work in the spiritual realm. You know, get prepared spiritually. You start reading, praying, fasting. You do these things in the spiritual realm and as well as the physical realm. If you know you, if things may, if you foresee some large-scale emergencies happening in your in your neighborhood, whether you see it prophetically or if you're just looking at the news and you see, hey, you know what, our borders out there are, are down in, in all along uh, Mexico and Texas. We've got a border problem, and all these guys from ISIS are just coming into the country, and we know that they're here, and it's just a matter of time before they pull off some terrorist event. Well, why don't I prepare myself? Why don't I do things for my family as well in the natural realm? Why don't I say, okay, you know what, I'm going to learn how to uh, use a firearm. And if I'm against firearms, at least know uh, a martial art or know how to use a baseball bat, for God's sake. Because there's some people who have a disconnect. They think that maybe because if they're Christian, they shouldn't defend themselves. They should just lay over and die. And I think that's absolutely false. Uh, reading the Bible, uh, there's nothing wrong with defending yourself, or your family especially, because the Bible actually says that, you know, he that doesn't care for his own is worse than an infidel. So there's nothing wrong with defending yourself or your family. And I want people to really just be prepared. You know, this we're in a very precarious time in, in the United States. It's a beautiful country, but we have to be also be honest that we're crossing some waters right now we've never crossed with the, in the age of terrorism and electromagnetic pulse technology and all these things. I mean, we don't know what can happen in the future, good or bad. We don't have it all written out. So let's just be prepared physically and spiritually. Keith, I appreciate you making time for us today. Before we let you go, how do we get a hold of the book? Anybody can grab the book right now. Go to Amazon.com, and you'll find the, the book right there, The Prepper and the Preacher. And I thank everybody for your support, and I really thank you guys for your time. Definitely. I really enjoyed the conversation, and we'll talk soon. Thanks, Keith. Have yourself a wonderful weekend, and happy Columbus Day, my friend. Bye-bye. Thank you much. We're going to take a time out. United States Justice Foundation, our good friend Michael Connolly, will finish up the broadcast for us today. 
Ah. I did think I was going to make it on time. This has been amazing. <laughs> We're going to take a time out and be back with more. Incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. An amazing, amazing new book is available. It's The Dragon Ring. It's an epic fantasy. It's young adult, and it's available on Amazon, BNN, Smashwords, and Kobo. On sale now for 99 cents. Check it out today. The coming of age epic fantasy occurs at the twilight of primal beings and the emergence of man, wizards, witches, elves, dwarves, trolls, orgs, orcs, dragons, and new fantastic creatures still interact with man in this classic struggle between good and evil. The series spans the life of the protologist, Sexathor. Through the rise of the empire, check it out today, the dragon rig. It's available from C. Craig Coleman, amazing new author. Amazon, BNN, Smashwords, and Kobo, on sale now for 99 cents. Look for C. Craig Coleman's The Dragon Ring on Amazon.com. This is Chris Markowski, your watchdog on Wall Street, and this is your watchdog on Wall Street. Money Minute. Big uh, drama. Big drama in the House of Representatives. Uh, didn't go the way that they expected it to go. House Majority Leader Kevin McCarthy has pulled out of the race. I'm not sure whether he didn't have the votes. There's lots of different rumors flying about, but yeah, I'm actually very happy to see this. Again, uh, the people on the left are spinning it as, oh, well, look at the Republican Party implode. No, I think the Republican Party is starting to find Jesus and starting to realize that they've got to get back to their conservative roots and we've got to get rid of the establishment types. Um, I know a lot of the inside the Beltway people are going to do everything and anything they can to keep any of those evil outsiders out. Uh, we are operating in a uh, Hunger Games capital city type of a scenario right now. We've got to be business, we've got politicians, and we've got the media furthering their own needs. My watchdog on Wall Street access at evil. Watchdog on Wall Street dot com. One of 700 radio show hosts included in the book Talk Radio Wants You. This Jiggy Jaguar radio program. Holy smokes. It is the world famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program 43 minutes after the hour. My lord. We got behind and then we got caught up. And now I've got like two or three minutes just to screw around. No, actually I don't. Uh, we got Michael Connolly with us today from the United States Justice Foundation. Before we get to Michael, let's tell you about one of our great new sponsors uh, here on Transmedia Worldwide. The uh, amazing, amazing new Kickstarter campaign. Uh, actually, it's a GoFundMe campaign. We want you to check out G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M slash h 4 Five K Z U W eight Word Feast twenty fifteen. That's right. It's a ministry conference in Mesquite, Texas. Check it out today. Scott Caldwell Ministries is seeking funding assistance for our upcoming conference. World Feast twenty fifteen. That's right. No more spiritual crumbs. November twelfth and thirteenth at the Greater Bethlehem Holiness Church, located at four hundred one Nixon Avenue in Rome, Georgia. They're bringing together a strong group of God's anointed for two power packed nights of dynamic preaching and music. Check it out today at G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M slash the letter H, the number four, the number five, the letter K, the letter Z, the letter U, the letter W, and the number eight. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. We've got Michael Connolly with us today from the United States Justice Foundation. Uh, Michael, uh, the shooting last week, 
brought about a lot of things that President Obama is uh, now basically coming after gun owners and all sorts of Second Amendment types. Tell us about some of the latest details, my friend. Well, I wrote an article the other day and posted it on my blog called Gun-Free Zones or Death Traps. And one of the things Obama's pushing for and the liberals are pushing for is more gun-free zones. And they're claiming the, a group called Every Town for Gun Control or Every Town for, let me see what the exact name of it. Yeah, Every yeah. Safety. Yeah, they, uh, they have come out and said, well, only 14% of the mass shootings that occur in this country occur in gun-free zones. The rest of them occur in non-gun-free zones. Now, this is the way they arrive at their figures. They include in non-gun-free zones private homes. So if there's a home invasion, <laughs> and criminals come in and they kill everybody in the home, that's considered a gun-free zone, uh, or not a gun-free zone, because the private citizen might have had a gun in his home. doesn't matter if they had a gun. doesn't matter if there was one available for them to protect their families. That's considered a non-gun-free zone. The sometimes entire cities, like Chicago, are virtual gun-free zones. You look at the, the gun laws there. Yet, say a park in Chicago, there's a, a shootout between rival gangs. According to this study, that would be considered not a gun-free zone. Why? Because Chicago police are armed. So, you know, they, they ignore the private citizen aspect of this, and they say that the gun-free zones are, you know, not the problem here. Well, another group called the Crime Prevention Research Center, and I point this out in my article on michaelconnolly.jigs.com, they uh, point out that they found that between using the same data, between January 2009 and July 2014, 92% of the mass shootings in this country were in gun-free zones, true gun-free zones, like malls, college campuses, high schools, elementary schools, theaters, you know, churches, you name it. That's where the shooting is happening. It's like we're all having targets painted on our backs. And criminals out there and crazies and terrorists can look at these and they can you know, drive right by them and see the signs. This is a gun-free zone. Well, they know that they can then go in there and start shooting. A lot of them don't care if they die anyway. They plan on committing suicide. The idea is to kill as many people as possible before the cops arrive because they know that there's not going to be anybody in there to shoot, shoot back at them. And in, in Roseburg, a college situation, Alpha College, they were technically not a gun-free zone, according to the, the left, because of the fact that under Oregon law, if the university allowed it, people could carry concealed weapons. But they had disarmed their own security guard. They only had one security guard on the campus. They wouldn't allow him to carry a weapon. It turned out that there was an Army veteran on the campus that day at the Veterans Center who did have a concealed weapon on him. And he tried to go out at the sound of the first shots to go after whoever was doing the shooting. Campus officials refused to let him out of the building. I hope some of the families of the people that were killed and injured there will sue this campus because they deliberately kept somebody from saving lives simply because they had to be politically correct and continue the, the idea that gun-free zones would save lives. So now, within almost minutes or hours at the most, Obama starts politicizing this and starts calling for more gun controls. 
Now, we need to brace ourselves for executive actions that Obama's going to use because he's going to bypass Congress. He knows none of this would ever pass Congress. And he's going to do what he did after Sandy Hook. He issued 23 new executive orders after Sandy Hook, all of which were unconstitutional, all of which violated the Second Amendment of the Constitution, and none of which have done any good as far as preventing the mass shootings, obviously. But we can expect him to do more, and one of the things he's looking at is basically shutting down the private sales by gun owners. In other words, if I'm a gun collector, and I know somebody else who collects guns, and they want to sell me a couple of their guns, they would have to perform a background check on me. And, of course, my problem is I'm a veteran, and veterans are being subjected to all kinds of problems right now with the VA declaring veterans incompetent to handle their own financial affairs because they let their spouses pay the family bills or they have their bills paid automatically by the bank or they have minor PTSD issues. See, this is what they claim they're going after, the Obama administration. They're going after mentally ill people. But they're going to expand the definition and have expanded the definition of mental illness to include senior citizens who have ever been depressed, who have ever taken certain medication, Social Security recipients are the next target. Veterans have been targeted. Once you're declared incompetent, then you are put on the next list, the National Institute of Criminal Background Checklist, without any adjudication, as is required by law, you go on that list. And you may not even know that you've been put on the list. So say, like I said, I'm a gun collector, and I go to buy something for my collection from another private citizen. They have to perform a background check to me, for me, which means I essentially have to go to my local firearms dealer and be, let them do the background check, which effectively registers my guns. Now, the law requires that when a background check is done, you fill out the form, and it's sent to the FBI, and the FBI decides within three days whether or not you can purchase a firearm legally. If they say yes, then you can go ahead with a purchase. If they say no... They don't even have to tell you why. But then they're supposed to destroy that record. There's not supposed to be any record at the federal level or at the state level, because the gun dealers are also required to destroy the records. Not supposed to be any record of that transaction. I guarantee you that since Obama has been president, none of those records have been destroyed by the FBI. So now they're taking the extraordinary step of saying, okay, if you want to buy a private firearm or buy a firearm from a private citizen, you have to have a background check done. That means we will know what weapon you have bought, who sold it to you, when you acquired it, and your address so we know where to come if we want to confiscate it. That's where we're going with all this. And the way they're broadening the definition of mental illness, uh, the American Psychiatric Association recently came out with its new book about what constitutes mental illness. And this is going to be used as a criteria by the government to put people on the next list under the category of being mentally defective to be a point of being a danger to yourself or others. Among the criteria is if you have lost a loved one and you have grieved over that loss, then under their definition, you are mentally ill. If you use the Internet excessively, and I, boy, I fall into that category because I make my living. <laughs> yes, yes. You, you, you and I are both on that list now at this point. Yeah, yeah we're both on that list automatically. <laughs> but that's declared a form of mental illness. And they're going to be, they're already questioning senior citizens if you're on Medicare 
and for the first time, and you know a doctor, they're going to ask you if you want a firearm. If you're a veteran and you go to any VA facility for any reason whatsoever, then have to have anything to do with health, they're going to ask you if you want a firearm. Pediatricians are being told, in fact, Obama basically amended Obamacare with one of these executive orders that he issued on gun control because sneaked into Obamacare was one good provision by the conservatives, and that was that doctors were prohibited from asking their patients about firearm ownership. Obama, with a stroke of the pen, did what he could not constitutionally do. He amended that law and said that not only can they ask, but they're encouraged to ask, particularly pediatricians. We're encouraged to ask their, the children they treat whether or not their parents own firearms. So we've got all this combination of factors going on out there, uh, the assault on the veterans, the assault on Social Security recipients. Uh, now we're going to have, oh, by the way, the next expansion appears that may come from uh, the Obama administration, is that if you have a student loan, and of course you have to take you have a student loan through the federal government these days, if you have a student loan, you can be declared ineligible on a firearm because they will examine whether or not you're paying that loan back on time, whether or not you've ever been late on the payment. If anything like that has happened, then they will declare you incompetent to handle your own financial affairs, and you will be disarmed. So they're gearing up for the whole thing to essentially outlaw, put gun dealers out of business, and to outlaw the private ownership of firearms. That's the ultimate goal, and they can say whatever they want. And Hillary came out and called the other day to repeal the law and said she would do it by executive order. She said she'd by executive order as president, she will repeal a law passed by Congress that says that gun manufacturers cannot be sued because their gun is used in a criminal act and somebody is injured or killed. Yeah, I saw that the other day, Michael. Yeah, that's yeah, that, that that's out. a bombshell deal. Oh, yeah, well, the obvious situation would be that gun dealers would be forced out of business. Get this. You have a gun dealer sued by the family of a Chicago gangster, a member of a gang in Chicago, who was killed by another gangster, and the gun dealer who manufactured the gun the other gangster used is held liable. Well, how long would it be before all gun dealers and all gun manufacturers in this country went out of business? Yeah. It's just a matter of time. So we, we're gearing up at the United States Justice Foundation, and, and we want people to know that we are in this fight to the finish. Well, if there are veterans out there who need our help, we will represent you and work with you at no charge. If they can contact me at Michael at USJF Mail. That's Michael at USJF Mail.net. We've got uh, we've got Michael Connolly with us today from the United States Justice Foundation joining us live here on the telephone 56 minutes after the hour. And uh, Michael, as we wrap up here, my friend, uh, give us a little bit of a preview of your radio program this next week. Well, next week I'm actually going to have on my show uh, John Schneider, who is a I've worked with for years. I've known him for years. He is one of the, the best people, experts on gun control in this country, on fighting gun control. He worked for years for the Second Amendment Foundation and for the Citizens Committee for the Right to Keep and Bear Arms. I worked with him. John is a recognized expert on gun laws and on the Constitution and the Second Amendment. I'm going to have him on my show next week at America's Web Radio 
that broadcast. We broadcast live at 4 o'clock Eastern, and uh, he'll be on there with me. Well, good stuff, my friend. We'll uh, we'll talk to you next week. Happy Columbus Day, my friend. Well, same to you. Appreciate it. Thank you, man. We're going to take a timeout and uh, come back with more. Uh, I don't know what to say. 57 minutes after the hour. That's all I got to say. We're going to take a timeout, come back with more here on The Big Program. An incredible new Indiegogo campaign, Cupcake Soap. You're almost going to want to eat it. Check it out today. It's Indiegogo.com. The irresistible and cute bath butter cupcake smells so deliciously of watermelon candy. Check it out today. It is an amazing Indiegogo.